today we are going to be uh, unofficially finishing up our Final Fantasy retrospective uh, since we uh, kind of missed one. Eleven we can suck it. <laughs> when we were going through, uh, and we have since decided that we were all going to play fourteen. So Some we're going to all hey, of us. I'm playing fourteen. All of us. Okay. So we're going to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen at length, uh, so that we don't poison the rest of our episodes Yay. with it. We're going to get it all out. We can get this out of the way now. So Final Fantasy fourteen retrospective combo with spoiler episode for Final Fantasy XIV's newest expansion, Stormblood. Oh, I didn't know about that. Later, guys. No, you gotta stay. It's oh, too what? late. Uh, You're pot committed. Shit. He started this mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta see it through? Fault. Yeah. At least once. Well, Theo, Theo started it, and then it kind of fell apart, and then I started playing it, and new life was breathed into it. Gee, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. No. I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> It's like that. That's actually the total opposite. You kill the things that you start playing, and nobody wants to play it anymore. That's not what I was going for, though. I oh. was drawing parallels here. Parallel to what? Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, okay, you're, you're a Romer born. I am a Romer. Ah. Born. Yeah, now he gets it. I've heard Theo's, that about Theo's you. Theo is trashy one zero. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. As per normal, our Final Fantasy Retrospective episodes are spoilers, but I'm just going to announce it anyway because we are going to be talking about Stormblood, which is relatively new. So this episode will have spoilers for Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, Final Fantasy XIV, Heaven's Ward, Final Fantasy XIV, Stormblood. Spoilers. They're going to be in here. If you don't want to hear them, you got, you got to leave or like fast forward all the way to the end. Just like you do in A Realm Reborn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I guess you are right, though. That's what I did. Uh, all right. One more time. Spoilers. They're going to be here. So I don't want to hear any complaints. All right. With that out of the way, I have today with me. Theo. And. Anthony. And. Joe. All right. I'm Andre. We should say our Final Fantasy names. No. <laughs> We're not that lame. <laughs> We're lame. But we ain't going that far. I think we are that lame. Maybe you are. I think you are, definitely. Damn. <laughs> you can't take it back? <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start it off with well, the beginning of Final Fantasy XIV. Very the humble beginnings. Uh, one point humble, <laughs> as in they were humbled. <laughs> as, as in the Iron Sheik came by and put them in the camel clutch. <laughs> <laughs> they were humbled. So, uh... What exactly happened here with this uh, with, with the base version of this game? Huh. So, Square saw Square Enix was riding on their high because, you know, Square Enix put out the best games of, you know, last century. Very high praise. <laughs> well, they kind of did put out some of the best yeah, games of last century. Best looking games, That's best true. played games. So, they were riding on that high and they said, yeah, you know what? Anything we do, people are going to eat it up. I don't know. There was... People didn't eat up Final Fantasy Thirteen, did they? Well, mm. you might be you might be uh, giving a little too much polish here. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be mm. just a little bit. Well, Final Fantasy Thirteen did sell pretty well. Okay, I think people don't like that in retrospect. So Final Fantasy Fourteen is not Square Enix's first MMO. No, 
uh, Eleven Final was. Fantasy Eleven was online, and you know, got botch. Well, people no. liked people played Final Fantasy Eleven. People, people actually really liked Final Fantasy Eleven. Yeah. I mean, I've never played it uh, because I've heard s- stories about how punishingly difficult it could be. Yeah. So, just never went with it. Also, I was playing WoW at the time, like, like most other people. And it's, it was a very slow and obtuse game compared to World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. World of Warcraft can really streamline the MMO genre here. So, Final Fantasy fourteen is their second attempt into an online game. It's the, num- it's the numbered Final Fantasy, so you expect a kind of level of polish and commitment to this game as Square Enix can possibly put out. Mm-hmm. So, didn't turn out so well for them. There's a lot of uh, issues with it. Uh, kind of ugly, I think, the game itself. Which is funny yeah. compared to the fact that there was so much graphical power in the game that it could barely run. Mm-hmm. Did they put out a PS... When did they put out the PS3 version of that game? That was a Realm Reborn. Yeah, okay. They so didn't it was put a, technically it was a PS2 game. Uh, no, they 1.0 never actually made it onto the PS3. Yeah. Right. They promised it for the PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like the PS3, the PS2s like had their had their online functionality established, like the modem, right? Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XI used that. Yeah, yes. correctly. Fourteen wasn't supposed to be a PS2 game, right? So it wasn't the PS3 then. Yes, two point was on the PS3. Oh, when it fixed it. okay. So it didn't have a console release until a Realm Reborn. Right. Was such, yeah, it was oh. such a trash fire that they was like, you know what? We can't put this out on consoles right now. And what's the funny thing? I always thought the first iteration of Final Fantasy 14 was a Realm Reborn. Yeah, okay. I didn't know it was like a well, Final they, Fantasy 14. They did a good job in making you forget <laughs> the previous one. <laughs> That's funny though because did they make you use a controller to play that game originally? Uh, yeah, at first you had to use a controller. That doesn't make any sense to me. On PC? Yeah. You know how you have, how you have that crossbar now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like that. You actually had to move around to select things. Oh, wow. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh. There are very important menus buried inside of menus. Mm-hmm. No jumping. No, no jumping. Jump no auto attack. Whew. Yeah. So, uh, suffice to say, that didn't go over so well. Yeah, a lot of the things that uh, made an MMO and MMO weren't really present. Mm-hmm. Like playability. Play, like gathering was very obtuse. Crafting, Crafting was, was very strange. Extremely obtuse. Yeah. Fighting. Not very engaging. Mm-hmm. And brutally easy when you could get it to work. <laughs> so Square saw that and... Put it out anyway. Yeah, because why not? They're Squaresoft. People will buy it anyway. And so the people in the trenches were like, this isn't good. They kind of knew. We, we're going to try the best we can to get it out in a playable fashion, but this isn't good. Mm-hmm. And they were telling people and... The higher-ups are saying, well, we promised it. We got to release it. Yep. P.S. Games get delayed all the time, guys. Could have delayed. Mm. Uh, but the problems were so deep that yeah, no matter what they did with this game in terms of delay, outside of just scrap it and put it back together, mm-hmm. which is what they eventually ended up doing, that it was just going to be a failure no matter what. Yeah. And it was panned by critics when it came out. It was pretty much destroyed. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you make pots have more polygon counts than characters, <laughs> you, you probably have a problem. When your entire game is pieced together and has to be linked together by constantly running scripts. It's 
probably have a problem. So yeah, weren't there like a number of departments working on this? It was as fragmented of a development as I think I've yeah, ever heard like of. Yeah, it's a really patchwork game, you know. Like when you say that thing with the pots having more polygons. Yeah, there's someone worked really hard yeah. on a pot, and someone else didn't really work that hard on a character model. Pots are important. You know what? No one's gonna look at the pot. I look at pots all the time. Yeah, but then you stop looking at the pot almost <laughs> immediately because your eye catches something that's supposed to be more interesting. You're right. Like a person who you can talk to and interact with mm -hmm. and see facial expressions and, you know, emote, emote character emotes, speech bubbles. Mm -hmm. They still don't have speech bubbles. No, they still well, have. they do, but not for, char not yeah. for players. Mm -hmm. So this game crashed and burned, and... Eleven had a lot of problems when it launched, but they were able to patch it out. So they figured, okay, we can just patch this up, and it it wasn't working out the way they wanted to. So they go ahead, they bring on Yoshi, uh, and Yoshi says, "Naoki Yoshida." Yes, mm -hmm. he says, "Hey, this game, the way it's built, I can't fix this. So here are your options: we can just continue." to try to patch it, but no matter what we do, it'll never be good. Or we could just blow it up and start over again. Which was, at the time, never done before. In the way that he did it. Uh, yeah. So, instead of just taking it offline, Square decided to blow it up and start over again. Mm -hmm. So, instead of just... bold move. And a very cool one, honestly. Yeah. And the smart, obviously, in, in complete retrospect, the smart move. Yeah. So what they ended up doing was they continued to patch the base game. So half the team was working on the mm -hmm. base game and half the team was trying to develop the new version of the game that was going to work. Yeah. And now I didn't play on 1.0, so I can't. This is all secondhand. But the, the reports are by the time 1.0 was drawn to a close, they had a pretty solid version of the game out. Mm -hmm. With a decent story, as I, I keep hearing. And... From the beginning, the story was the the main part of the game. Right. Even now. So they did a, a pretty good job, and they decided the way that they would blow it up was by literally blowing it up. They put a little Easter egg in the game for people who could notice it of a red star, and it just started getting slightly bigger with each patch. Mm. And then people would at first be like, hey, is this... Is this star moving? Is this star getting bigger? What's going on? Like, I swear it wasn't here before. And then they broke the news. Hey, uh, we're going to end this version of the game, and then we'll be putting out a new version. And with each patch, the star getting closer and closer. And Dude, then there was this giant, ominous red orb in the sky. Big. Kind of like in Seven. Red moon. Yeah. Well, it's it's. It's kind of like the storyline equivalent to Seven. Mm -hmm. Because that was meant to be... In the, in the story context, that was supposed to be Meteor. Yes. Because the, the, uh, the Empire... It's always the Empire. Always the Empire. Always the Empire. The Empire was like, we're going to call down Meteor and blow up the world because there's too many problems with it. Okay. Well, they were correct. There were a lot of problems with that world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure it was like a uh, tongue-in-chief, half-hearted you know, narrative... Kind of jabbing themselves. And they were making a lot of those at the end of 1.02, where they 
uh, the main writer said that it was just kind of gloves off. We were doing whatever we wanted to, and some of our best work was buried in there and now lost. So little did uh, the, the Garlean Empire know that the moon that they wanted to call down was actually just a casing for Bahamut, who Prison decided, I'm just going to blow up the world because I don't like anybody. Sounds like a dragon to me. <laughs> uh, and one of the uh, main characters main non-characters of the game, Louis Swa, saves the player characters by sending them forward in time to the point where the realm is reborn. Mm -hmm. And that is the uh, setup for 2.0 A Realm Reborn, which is proper Final Fantasy IV. That that whole lead-up to that thing was... something I wish people could do more often in games, because that was like... Because that's freaking cool. You don't it's, actually you don't see a legitimate ending in a mm-hmm. lot of things, you know, like especially in an MMO. Right. I mean, all right. I've never been present for an MMO where the, when the servers are shut down. Mm-hmm. So usually they do something spectacular. But uh, Star Wars Galaxies, they did something pretty cool. What they do? I don't remember, but it was pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> so cool that it's the, I think not they blew up the galaxy, if I'm not mistaken. City of Heroes did something really cool. Mm. They just went offline. <laughs> Club Penguin did something really... Okay. <laughs> it's like the Matrix, everybody just died. Well, yeah. I mean, if you get plugged out, you get plugged out, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works in the Matrix. But this one had, like, lead-up and storyline and probably the best cutscene I think I've ever seen. Ever. So let me ask yeah. you a question. So... I started playing it after everybody at this table. Yeah. The story that I got, that's not the original story. No. No. That 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 old version is so gone. The Can't original be. story is, I guess, the cutscenes that you see when you first start the game. Then. The original the original story takes place before any of the game you have access to. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. Because okay. what they did was they they got rid of that. They got rid of old and busted. <laughs> gave you the new hotness. Gave you the new hotness. New hot and busted. Yeah, it was definitely busted. <laughs> All right, cool. So that whole that whole lead up to that whole event was like it's it's awesome. Like there are people playing it. They know what's coming. They know they know something. This is leading up to something, and then you find like, out the, is that the people online were waiting were waiting for the service to go down, and as soon as the as soon as the timer ran out. It loaded that cutscene, and then it showed you what happened. That, that that's 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 so that, cool. That, that's like a that's like a really tense moment mm-hmm. that you just don't. And you can't do anything about it. Like it's very it's a very tangible atmosphere, mm-hmm. and especially in a game like that, which is like very social, you kind of live in that space. Yeah. Yes. So you you can see it happening, and then you see that cutscene. You're like, well, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you walk it back. <laughs> Well, and that's the story of Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV, yeah. is they always walk it back. Uh, yeah. They walk it back. So, for a Roman boy, and I assume you had to create a whole new character. If you had an old character from a window, no, you didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you were sent forward in time. Okay. But you did get legacy perks. Mm. And your name in the credits. Oh. And, a, and a, an amount, a Gobu mount. Mm. A Google? Gobu. You know those big... Giant, doofy-looking, big mouth dudes. Big mouth, yeah. Nope. You know, you know them if you saw them. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, a lot of these creatures 
But why they gave the Gobu was because of the Great Gobu Wall that was formed in front of the cities where <laughs> players all mounted up on their Gobus mm -hmm. to try to uh, dissuade all of the random world bosses that were being spawned right outside of the gates. <laughs> That's all right. So people who were 1.0 Legacy all have that mount. Mm -hmm. you can't get it unless you were. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, we should also mention that Yoshi P worked on Dragon Quest Ten, uh, which was the Online MMO, yes. yes, and which was, why they from brought my him knowledge, over. Yeah, very successful in Japan. So since you know, we'll never see it. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we don't even know. Square I have Enix no was, idea how good the game is. Square Enix was like, you know what? Let's bring that guy over. He <laughs> knows how to make MMORPGs. Well, and plays he plays them. Yeah, and and. and he which, did play him. Yes, yeah. which was fascinating. He there's a documentary, a no clip documentary out there that I suggest everybody watch. is actually very good, where um, he realized the people on the team that were making this game didn't play. Didn't play MMORPGs. So he's like, "How are you making this game and you don't even know what the best out there is and you don't know how to correct the mistakes or what to do better?" So, so they bring him on. He's like, "You know what? We're making Warcraft. Mm -hmm. That's how you make an MMO. <laughs> you make Warcraft." And they made a significantly better looking World of Warcraft. They, they have an incredible IP. Just make Warcraft and put that IP on it. Done. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, there's... I mean, yes. It, it has a lot of square, esoteric, uh, arcanery to it. So I, I, you, I, I, you still have menus buried in menus, and it's still hard to find yeah. certain things here and, and there. The, and client-side shit is really bad. But, but the game runs... Relatively well. It looks amazing. It looks great. You know what's funny? Mm. When you guys first told me that this game looks good, I thought you all were crazy. Because <laughs> I'm not thinking, okay, this game looks good is as in MMORPG terms. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that this game looks good as in, like, typical game graphics, like um, how Destiny would yeah. look or, like, game like that. So when I first put this in, I'm like, what the hell are they talking <laughs> about? This game looks like, you know, whatever. Then you saw its beauty. But now, since I've been, like, playing it, I'm like, okay, I can appreciate mm -hmm. the quote-unquote game looks good now. That's what you guys were talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's very flashy. It is. It's Particle effects everywhere. Yep. Yes. It's a shame I have to turn them off in order to see. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a tank. No, I'm not, but I still have to see things. <laughs> it's a shame, because it's very, very pretty stuff going on mm -hmm. that's happening. I, mean, I I have, I have a 1080, so I just keep everything on. <laughs> no, it's not that it's a graphical issue, a graphical intensity issue. Mm. It's just that it's it's hard to see with a lot of bright lights. I agree, yeah. but I have a 1080, yeah. so they're staying on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so 2.0 comes out, a uh, realm reborn, where they fixed all of the major issues. They give you a new storyline. And basically, the stuff that happened in 1.0 are is a legend. You know, the not a lot of people around who remember what happened for whatever reason, and just kind of get talked about in vagaries, weird, vague statements. And you have a group of people who sort of kind of remember what's going on, called the um, Scions of the Seventh. Yeah, the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, and nobody else seems to know. So you're just Hanging out with these guys. Which and is pretty weird because it doesn't seem to take place that long. Right. Afterwards. It's like five years, I thought. Yeah. 
It's not extremely long, but... No. So I was like, I was like, what happened? Nobody remembers this. Like, I know the world got blown up. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. A little bit? So these scions seem to have some uh, ability to tell what was happening back then. And you start hearing a whole lot of crazy French names getting thrown around that you can't pronounce until you hear them. Until you hear them. Which is very rare. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, you don't hear them until well after you've seen the names. So you find out you were pronouncing them wrong for (laughs) a long time. This game has a lot of things that you just pronounce wrong for whatever reason. First time I heard Ishtola, I was like, oh. That's how you pronounce it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Elfino. (laughs) Arranger. (laughs) <laughs> Yuri Anger, <laughs> Louis Soir. Well, Louis Soir, you can tell. It has, like, French spellings, at least. You know? Yes. <laughs> so these guys seem to know what's going on. So you, you join up with them, and... They always ask you to come to the Walking Sands. And they... The Waking Sands. The Waking Sands. Oh, right, Sorry. because that's yet another thing that we can't pronounce correctly. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And you will go there after every other quest with no quest marker telling you to get how to get there. <laughs> that took the first me a time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to hear everybody's story about their first time trying to get like, in here. Trying to, I'm like, where is this place? <laughs> <laughs> There's like some offense to some place without a teleportation mm-hmm. area. Had to take a chocobo there. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Even now. Like, Even now. Like, Ride okay. to Vesper Bay, 15 I'm gil. Like, cool. Like, okay, I'm here. Where, Where do I go? I go? <laughs> yep. What now? I had to Google it. I cl- click the quest marker. It just shows you the middle of the map. <laughs> yeah. That like is the, true. Or the, or the map is not available. For yes. Uh, <laughs> yep. I hate when that And happens. I walked in the building. I'm like, nah, it's not here. Walk back out. <laughs> Walk right back out. It was the funny thing about that particular map. Right behind uh, the Waking Sands. Mm-hmm. I forgot there's another little path you can take to go up. And I had another mission where I had to get there. I'm like, yo, this shit is happening again. <laughs> <laughs> and like a good hour, I'm looking. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Until I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute. Zoom up on the map. I'm like, motherfucker. It's, fuck. just, it's just right there. It's sitting right there. I'm like, ah, fuck you, best <laughs> <It's just blind. laughs> Fucking Yeah, so uh, Realm Reborn definitely had uh, some issues with uh, direction. Yeah. Yes. They they hadn't they had ironed out a pretty decent game, but it, it they still had their problems. Yeah. And like, God forbid you start in um Limsa Luenza. <laughs> Clarity is a bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. The at, but at least they they kicked out a lot of the legacy stuff that were like cut and paste environments that were all over the legacy locations. Now environments look more natural. Genuine. Uh, a lot of the maps had their space reduced, but they still look similar to the old maps. Mm-hmm. And there are areas that you could walk in 1.0 or just not available to walk in there. And the maps are just darkened out. But if you overlay the maps on onto each other, yeah. they pretty much look similar still. Okay. The, the main thing about Realm Reborn was you're just trying to get back your power level, progress through the story, so that you can eventually find out what the heck is going on with primals and where was this gap between 1.0 and 2 what happened Mm -hmm. so that was kind of like an underlying goal and still never really no touched on no because a lot of other stuff seemed to get in the way yeah yeah Yeah, like all all of a sudden the story turned around it's like yeah that's not that like past is not important we gotta worry about what's happening now which is fair the empire is attacking again 
they got weapons. Summoning like summoning like giant monsters to fight. So we gotta fight them Mm because we're the only ones that can. Mm -hmm. Well, you're the only one that can. Yeah. Right, because you are the main character. People with the echo. Mm -hmm. Which is you. Yeah. (laughs) And Minfilia. And Minfilia. And Minfilia. Who, despite having the echo, just always gets kidnapped and or doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. I'm glad that doesn't change. It just doesn't ever change. <laughs> All right, so you, you progress through your story. You get close to the Empire. You start making your basic camp pro- blue, flo- blue frog. Mm-hmm. Blue fog. Oh, sorry. That's another thing that everybody mispronounces. Yeah. I thought it was blue frog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's blue fog. It's camp blue fog. I swear I said blue frog. Yeah. Then you get up to, uh, at the at the end of the uh, Realm of Born storyline, you get thrown into a couple of crazy dungeons that nobody at this table has gotten to see <laughs> to this day. as intended. Uh-huh. Because by the time we were playing this game, it was already Heaven's Ward. Yep. And that, toward the very end of Heaven's Ward at that. I know what happens. I mean, yes, we, we have an idea of what happens, but we're, we're, when we're playing it the first time, we didn't get to really yeah. experience the it. Empire, you, the Empire is building up a garrison so they can invade Eorzea mm-hmm. again, and we're there to break through so yeah. that that doesn't happen. Did you watch that, though? I saw it. <laughs> I experienced it. <laughs> I know what happens. You, like, get some Magitek armor. Uh-huh. You shoot down an aircraft thing. You fight some... You run past a bunch of enemies. Oh, Ultima. We didn't even mention Ultima. Well, Ultima's Ultima at the end of it. Ultima Weapon. Well, <laughs> Ultima's not the end of it. That appears before that. Ultima is Ultima Weapon is part of the final fights. It is, but there's lead-up to that. Well, we're talking about the lead-up right now. Okay. You just sort of got there. <laughs> talking about the lead-up. All right, talk about the lead-up. Okay. So, these monster tribes are summoning, summoning things called... Primals, which are your you'd recognize as summons or idolins from previous Final Fantasy games, which is neat. You know, it's nice. It's nice seeing these things and you know being able to fight these giant monsters. I'm like, yeah, these these are the perfect boss monsters yeah. for this game. And and I yeah. personally like it in the Final Fantasy trope. I like when they're evil. Not all of them are evil. Ah, uh, are they supposed all, to They're be just doing their some the, I mean, yeah. the biddings evil, of the summoners. Evil, not not so much. Hostile, yes. Yes, hostile. Yeah, we'll go with hostile. So, has every primal that has been summoned been in a previous Final Fantasy game? Um, that I've seen, yes. Garuda wasn't a, wasn't a summon. Yeah, it was just a an enemy, and yeah. it didn't look the same way. Garuda in four. It's been in a lot of games. It's so, just usually a bird. Yeah, makes sense. So the Empire finds this ancient weapon called Ultima, and is. Forcing you to fight these primals so that they can rip out its essence and use it to power their super weapon so they can conquer the continent and put everything under their banner mm-hmm. and subjugate the masses. Common the emperor, empire stuff. Yes. Right. But you also figure out the message that Sid, we meet Sid. Of course. Yeah. In Final Fantasy. Who is a defector from the empire. That had game. amnesia. He did have amnesia. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they had that, about yeah. that whole amnesia thing. Mm-hmm. You see him. You see him way before you even know he said he was. Uh, actually, by his name, but he, he was part of the church. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's where people with amnesia go <laughs> into monasteries. So he, you know, has all the uh, the high tech super weaponry ready for you to go mm-hmm. and get into the uh, enterprise. Into the enterprise, 
which is not at all on the nose. Eh. You know? I figured you would like that. Oh, yeah, I do kind of like it. <laughs> like, any, any airship that's called the Enterprise. Yay! Okay. Well, it is Sid's airship. Yeah, that's right. So he drives you into the uh, into the Empire stronghold in the continent. And that's where all that shit starts to come in. Because mm-hmm. you're going in there, and you are sent there to fight this giant ultimate weapon. And you can do that because you are the warrior of light who has been... Blessed. Blessed by this deity who we never really meet. The crystal. Crystal. Hydalin. Hydalin. Mm-hmm. Which is also named a planet, if I remember correctly. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you go through these uh, two dungeons. You watch the cutscenes. Chock full of cutscenes. And you get left behind. And if you watch these cutscenes. You'll get left behind. Tough. You don't get to play the rest <laughs> of the instance. <laughs> Which is what happened to me. Which is I what happened to everyone. everyone. <laughs> I thought I was messing up first when I was playing it, and like, there were just a bunch of monsters, or enemies, I should say, mm-hmm. and everybody was running past them. I'm just like, um, so me being me, I'm gonna stop and fight these things. Yeah. Die. I'm like, oh, okay, yep. No, you get reborn with a shortcut there. <laughs> Takes you a couple of spaces, but as soon as you get there, people leave you again. Mm-hmm. And nobody's explaining not one thing nope. to you. Everybody's just running through. Yeah, you know what? If everybody's gonna, is gonna run. I'm gonna run with that. So we arrived. Exactly to, we arrived to this party extremely late. Yes, we did. So, as I was explaining to Theo the other day, we did that for the first time. Yep. But people have been doing this for several years. Mm-hmm. Like I myself have been doing this for a few months now. So even I'm like, okay, we're in this thing. Let's go. <laughs> I know what to do. Pull, pull all the things. I'll keep up with you. Anyone who's watching, cause watch it later. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it in. in it's, it's cool. That's exactly it. what I did. I just pulled up a YouTube on <laughs> other monitor while playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> so like, people have been doing it for so long, mm-hmm. and you're incentivized to go back and redo this stuff. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, so people keep doing it. So they want to get through it as fast as possible. And in order to do that, you skip all the cutscenes. Skip all that shit. And just pull all the enemies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Square Enix has since admitted that this kind of design concept where you put the cutscenes in the middle of the dungeon that some people can skip and like the other people that skip it can just move on and the others that don't get left behind. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. But Square's, yeah, they, Square they've loves... Never, they've never done anything like that. They either. love cutscenes. So... Oh yeah, well they're good. They're, <laughs> the cutscenes are good. But... Alright, so I went into this with... Uh, you know, I didn't really care about the story. Mm-hmm. I was playing an MMO, I'm like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. So, like, the first bunch of cutscenes, I forget how how many, I, like, I was kind of sort of casually paying attention. Uh-huh. Like, just scrolling through it, like, out of politeness. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like I should be paying attention, but I really don't actually care all that much. Mm-hmm. Didn't help that I started in the forest area. Mm. <laughs> Gradania is terrible. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, I kind of feel like a sense of... Obligation? Connection. Oh, okay. Really a little bit, for some reason, you know? Like, I don't really... I don't like the city or the area anymore, but when I'm there, it's like... Oh, this, this, is where I, this is where I started. This is home. Yeah. It has, like, a little... I don't know why I feel like that. Mm. You know, MMOs kind of do that to me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I skipped a lot of cutscenes. And pretty much everybody else who I brought into this game skipped all the cutscenes. Because they weren't very good. It was a lot of, ta- like, two people talking, and then we go over here, and then two more people are talking, 
and there's nothing interesting really happening, just a bunch of discussions going on. Mm-hmm. So, why would I want to stay and watch that? Can you show me something cool happening? Can I go do something cool? And sometimes they'll do that, but they they spend a lot. They took a lot of time just being very wordy. Very very rarely uh, does the game show you some cool shit. But to be honest, quite by and large, the Born is a slog yeah. to get through. Especially like the the story stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, like you, guy, ver- you guys are verbose. Very verbose. <laughs> and they they all they all speak in this dialect that's. Just there's too many words, mm-hmm. un- like unnecessary words. Like, we, we need to go. We need to go and take care of this Everlong, <laughs> something like that. Like, Shut the fuck up! Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> like you don't need to. You don't need to say some of these words. Like let's go over here. Like, okay. <laughs> now we'll kill the thing. It's dead. Where we go? Over here. <laughs> Is that running? Yeah. <laughs> It's probably going to come up terribly on the side. <laughs> I'm sure it does. It's yeah. banging on the table. Yeah. Emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> After acknowledging that it's going to come out terrible, he does it again. Oh, yeah. That's the gag, right? Mm. So, one thing we didn't mention is uh, you are not free to progress in the game without doing the story. You are very tethered to that story. Oh my God! Are you tethered to that story? All of all of the things that you unlock are based off of your either where you are in the story, or your ability to unlock them is based off of your position in the so, story. So this is my first like real MMO I played. I played like Lord of the Rings online very shortly for one um, summer. How, how does other games handle story and progression? There's no story. Like the, each zone might have a story. That's told if you follow the quest lines there, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily required. Yeah, in World of Warcraft, the story is optional. Really? Yeah. You just if you say, I can get to where I want to go by just completing these quests and killing some monsters. You just complete a couple yeah. of quests, kill some monsters, and you go to the next zone. Yeah, there are quest lines that some of them actually unlock things. Mm-hmm. But you know how? All right. So Final Fantasy fourteen has these like unique quest markers that are blue. And those lead to something that unlocks yes. for you. So, World of Warcraft kind of had that, but they didn't tell you what, what exactly. Yeah, you know, like if they were unlocking anything. Okay. Because every, everything was optional. There was no overarching. You have to go through this. You know, there might have been like some things like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't tell you, but they were there. Mm-hmm. The request that unlocked certain things, and you had to do them if you wanted to do the the content so that it's not kind of dissimilar mm-hmm. but there was no big overarching we have to slog through this thing even though I said Aroma Born uh, is a slog to get through I I appreciate the importance of the story that they put out cause it's a Final Fantasy game It that's yeah being a huge Final Fantasy fan this is what I want right I want a story it's a numbered Final Fantasy game yeah. it needs to have a story yeah so as somebody that hasn't played Final Fantasy as much as you guys mm-hmm. I skipped every single thing. <laughs> well, you were in kind of a rush. Yeah, it's like, and that's kind of, I feel like that's, I mean, you can go back and watch it, but still it's like, I like story mm-hmm. games. That's the reason why I don't care for, like, um, Bayonetta, because I feel like they didn't have a story in the first one. It, it doesn't. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> so, like, as much as I would like to do this, watch, I like to watch the story while I'm playing the game, like, while I'm while it's happening, not, like, after you get a yeah, whole yeah. log of it. And I feel like, okay, well, I can kind of cheat out of it because I'm trying to get through the point that all my friends are at before this new expansion. 
It's like I don't really have time to be sitting here listening to you guys babbles about that, crap. That's kind yeah. of the point I'm at. It's like I'm trying to catch up to you guys, yeah. but I actually quite enjoy yeah, it. Well, it's, now it's, I am. I'm enjoying the story. Yeah, it's quite a wall to overcome. Yeah. If, and for an, MM, for an MMO, it's very single-player-minded. It's, mm-hmm. There's very little allows you to do with other people during the story. Yes. Because you actively have to be alone for some of the stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, here's a thing you can do with a group of people. And then, ironically, they do a very good job of allowing your higher-leveled uh, friends to come in and help you do content that doesn't right. make the content trivialized. Thank God. Ugh. Although your higher-level friends will probably help trivialize it anyway, just out of their knowledge. Yeah. But uh, the game has a level-syncing option. So if you just join up a random group and go into a dungeon going to take your level 70 character and transform him into a level 18 character for better or worse and it creates a lot of holes and a lot of things for most characters and it's yeah. not very pleasant <laughs> to have to deal with a lot of the time but this is also how you were at level 18 yes. and mm-hmm. is the right way to handle you for you forget what it what it was but it, it's kind of it's kind of a jarring transition sometimes yeah like if you go back if you go back like far but not too far you kind of forget what level you get stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you're just at the cusp of something. You're yeah. like, oh, I don't have this oh, ability. I, I can't yet. complete this rotation. Great. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a gap in my rotation. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> I got to play my old way now. Yeah. Oh, I took that out of my hot bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, bef- and you know they had like s- like different ranks of spells before Stormblood, and you had to like actively swap them back and forth. Mm-hmm. Or create a, a macro that would try to cast them in reverse order. Yeah, except it was a spell that didn't always work. Sometimes sometimes it would actually cast the lower level one. Oh, that's... drive me crazy. It wouldn't buffer, because that's how macros work. Hmm. Very, 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 very annoying. But I'm glad it's there. You know, there's a lot of... This game is a lot of content. This game is a, a lot... A truckload of content. A yeah. lot to do. And I really appreciate that. As, for someone to play WoW... Mm-hmm. Past like doing past raiding content, there wasn't a lot to do, really. Besides raiding, uh, the, during my last uh, tenure in World of Warcraft, um, they added something called garrisons, mm-hmm. which was something that you sent uh, like a bunch of minions out on missions, and you can get bonuses and like lots of money from it. But that was really all there was to it, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of got really trivial after a certain point, and there really wasn't much doing to it. There really wasn't much going for it. Uh, crafting in World of Warcraft was either really easy or really hard, mm-hmm. and you need in order to get some of this higher stuff, you needed to raid. Like there were some some items you needed to get from raid and dungeons that you couldn't buy or were prohibitively expensive. Mm-hmm. So to do some of the the crafting stuff in World of Warcraft, you needed to just do the end game stuff, which mm-hmm. is raiding, raid, 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 and some of the higher level stuff, some of the higher end stuff had. Like, just tons and tons of people required to do this, like 24 people or... I mean, you, you want to go back to the beginning yeah, of this, 40. 40. But like during the, I'm talking about during the time I had last played, it was like 24 or 10. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I really appreciate about Final Fantasy XIV, is that their raid size, their big, their most, the, the important raids in Final Fantasy XIV are designed for eight people. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy a smaller team. Yeah. I enjoy encounters that are designed for smaller groups. 
Because first off, it's easier to gather people for. Um, there are less people to worry about. Yeah, especially as a heal out, I imagine. Yeah, and you know, there's more responsibility per player, mm-hmm. so you're gonna get hopefully better people in there as well, and it just feels less crowded. Mm. But they do have their 24 man things. They do, and that's kind of clustered. <laughs> but they do it as three eight man groups. Yeah. They purposely make splits in the dungeon that you go off into eight-man groups. Yeah. What I do appreciate with the raid for this one is, um, would you, I guess you can consider Destiny an MMO. Yes, Des- it is. Destiny's raids, um, I don't know if they're going to change it in Destiny 2, but currently Destiny um, 1, there's no matchmaking in raids. You go in there with a fire team of six, or you don't do the raids. Yeah. Now with this, I, I if like let's say if you guys are not online, mm-hmm. sure, go to Party Finder, pop it up, yeah, wait a couple of minutes, and there's, there's matchmaking. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. It's like mm-hmm. as much as I would like to play with people that are knowledgeable of the game with you guys, and mm-hmm. pe- of course, who was who don't want to play with um, people with, that they know? Playing with friends is, yes. is a lot more fun. Sometimes you just can't. Yeah, sometimes you can't. Right. And it's good that there's a way for you to do that without shit. I just gotta wait until like let's say next week when everybody's free on mm-hmm. this day. It's like it's it's that's smart of them to do. There's a lot of ways for you to play with other people. Yeah, I, even, I, even for a game that kind of like makes you play by yourself a lot. I mean, <laughs> it's a good balance, you know. It's a, if it's a story mode, that makes sense. Okay, by yourself, you gotta do the story by yourself. Yes, I, I understand that. Yeah, it's, it's sort of a jarring transition when there's suddenly seven other people with you. And not only that, the story doesn't quite teach you how to play your class as well. No, but that's what you're supposed to learn from the uh, Hall of the Novice and your class oh. quests. Yeah, they just added that though. Well, I just added that, but. Right. Kind of add that a little we late. Forgot to, we forgot to talk about the jobs. Well, we haven't talked about any of the real mechanics yet either. Yeah. We've just been talking about the story mostly. Yeah. You're right. But something I don't like about this game, it doesn't really teach... I mean, I guess it does very vaguely teach you about things, but it doesn't teach you in depth about... No, it's very... De- <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's very obtuse. Yeah. We, it's that's, a, a word we talk, that's a word we use a lot when describing this game. Is it, There's a lot of weird things in this game that they just do not explain very well at all. Mm. And I feel like there are, thi- there are things about this game that I am still learning how to do. Even after all this time and all this... I've done a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Between me and my friends playing this game, we've had lots of different play styles. You know, I've, I've done lots of crafting, lots of gathering. A house was purchased... Furnishing a house, learning how to do housing, learning how to do gardening, sightseeing, log fishing. There's so much. Of the, there's so much in this game, and the, and every now and then I'll see like a menu pop up. Like, I can't believe that I've never seen this before. <laughs> there's, there's a little tutorial pop up that comes up, and I'm like, really? There's something else I don't know about. <laughs> like, I, like a certain aspect of gathering or yeah. a certain aspect of housing. Like, I never knew that. I didn't know there was um, somewhere you can check. Um, and one of the expansions you get these things called like aethers for like flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know there was a menu. Just like I'm like, okay, how come I can't find out where like how many of these things I collected so far? Until like I'm just bored one day scrolling through the menu. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell is this? What is this aether currents <laughs> menu? I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> so many menus. And it's like they don't. It's not. It's not like they say, okay, well, hey, go. Go to this, doing this, you know, playing around with this. No, it's like if you don't have to do it, you will never ever find out. It's, it's in the game. 
stupid to me. They Even, have four different social menus, which is which is stupid. They have I just forgot a the party system. menu, a link shell menu, friend a list. friend list, a free company, free company free list. Company. It's insane. Every time I try to look and see who's on, I'm like, okay, which one do I which button do I press? <laughs> I wonder how I figured it. It was different when you guys would text me in different colors. I'm like, why does it come up in different colors? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm playing on console for. I think you um, can set it to what you want. If I'm yeah, not on the console, you have, you have to like kind of use the touchpad and scroll to mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. little the, the bubble chat cloud thing. Yeah. And I, one you day I just clicked it for some reason and it popped up. I'm like, what the hell is all of this? Say tell. Say tell free shout company, free yeah. company party. Like, I asked Joe recently. I said, because he's texting up yellow. I'm like, what option are you in? <laughs> and he's like, um, what's the call again? Um, the link shell. Link shell. Link shell. Link shell. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what link shell means. <laughs> So sure, <laughs> it's like a group chat just for us. It's a really. It, bad it's also name. explained in the storyline because it's yeah. how they. Co- that's that's a, how people that's speak to each other. Yeah, yeah. You, it's yeah, a codec yes, essentially. Which I don't. Certain missions you have to like write, type in the the chat bar. Certain things it's like. I love those missions. I love, <laughs> I love saying really weird shit with the words they make you say. It's like Sue. <laughs> Ask yeah. this person if they are a mole. Like, like, yeah. like, it was M M O. It was M O L L. So I went up to a bunch of people and I'm like, "Hey, did you know that Bull from Night Court was played by Richard Mole?" <laughs> you type, so wait, you typed all of that? Yeah, <laughs> and it worked. I'm like, ah, I talked about Night Court in Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. Oh boy. I love that quest. <laughs> just for stuff like that. Like, they make you do weird stuff, though. This game has a lot of weird... Like, why mm. did it make you do this? Why is there a sightseeing log? I think... This is something else I've learned recently. The sight, the, the sightseeing log is what you need to unlock pictures for picture frames. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you can get these picture frames, but there's nothing to put in them. Yeah. And you use a sightseeing log to put them. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even know about the picture frames. I just, I just learned about the picture frames because I walked into this house that we had purchased. Not we. One person had purchased. Oh, yeah. And like, we, like, one of our houses one day was like, make, um, I need I need picture frames. I'm like, I can make picture frames? <laughs> I have a picture frame. It's in my crafting man. I'm like, I can make picture frames. Wow. <laughs> and I walked into the house and there's all, all these blank picture frames. And I spent, like, I spent the afternoon making picture frames. And before I knew it, I'm like, I thought about, like, I just spent the afternoon making picture frames. Can you be in the pictures? No. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. If you can put yourself so, that would be nice. Joe, I never said this. Mm-hmm. I thank you very much for being the crafting person <laughs> of this group. Because I know that not one of us was going to do that. Nope. Listen, when I went into this game, I said, to my, I said to myself, like, if I enjoy this, I'm going to make sure that I explore every Everything. avenue of this game. I had no idea how many <laughs> paths I'd have to walk down. But I appreciate yeah. it, trust me. Why yeah, I just I just picked a at first I just picked okay, I'm gonna pick weaving. Because that's what I did in World of Warcraft. I picked I picked a crafting job and I went into it and I'm like, okay, this is my crafting job. And then I said, okay, oh I can pick another one. Okay, I'm gonna do this one. And then I noticed that these There's other jo- crafting jobs unlocked other skills I could use with the other crafting jobs. So I started doing, I'm like, oh, let me get this thing from leatherworking. Let me get this thing from goldsmithing. And all of a sudden, I had every single crafting job. I'm uh, like, level 60. I'm like, well, I guess I gotta, I guess I can spend some time or not. all of this up now. Or not. <laughs> or not. Or not. <laughs> Those are your two choices. And I didn't for a while. Like some of them, I just left. I just left linger and just left behind. Mm. 
Until one day I'm just like, I should get that up because it's bothering me. Oh, God. Yeah. OCD. Yeah. At its finest. Uh-huh. Well, like I said, I wanted to fully flesh out everything. Hmm. Everything. And it took a while, you, but I you know, got well, there. You're better than me. Trust me. I'm not saying it's better. You just have more. If you guys relied on me, it would have never <laughs> got done. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice if somebody else were to pick up a little bit. Uh, I'll do that. I tried. I tried. Yeah. I, I got I got my weaver up to like 24 or 22 or something like that. And I tried. Yeah. You need you really need to get everything. Off. I <laughs> I went and I I did some botany, and then I missed like four times in a row at 95. percent And I said, you know what? I'm okay. never touching. Okay, again. I want to talk about that for a second <laughs> because percentages in this game lie. They lie. They lie so much and often not in your favor. <laughs> Like, never in your favor. Although human condition will make it so that you remember these things a little bit more when you fail at something that you should have a high percentage chance at. Yep. <laughs> I should, but like, yes, really start it does, recording these things. I'm, I'm not even, even going to disagree with you. It does feel like you fail these high percentage chances a lot. And I know, I know it's not impossible to roll a one on a ten-sided die three times in a row. But that just happens a lot in this game. Yeah, how often am I going to roll a one on a hundred-sided die, though? Like, that's what really sets me off. Like, that maybe, happens a lot. Maybe the percentages are set that this is the amount of time, this is the chance that you won't have this item crafted, probably. That's, uh, uh, okay. The way crafting works is that you have a percentage bar that represents your quality. But quality in this game is binary. There are normal quality items, and there's high quality items. So the percentage, the percentage bar represents the percentage chance the weapon, the, the item you're creating will be a high quality item. And usually I, I get to like 90%. I'm like, okay, this is good enough. This will be a high quality item. No, not a high quality item. Oh, so you still get the item, just not the high quality version. Correct. That's, okay. that's the way it is for crafting. But for gathering, so you have an 87% chance of gathering something. That means you click the button, 87% chance, you can miss 13% of the time. Or 50%, according to the game. <laughs> <laughs> or 100% when it says according 95. To <laughs> that's when I quit. Yeah, that's when you stopped. I just said, you know what? Yeah. Not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. Just can't take it. Let's talk about some more storyline. Okay. So, uh, you go through the, uh, the final dungeon areas of Realm Reborn, you go, you fight the ultimate weapon twice, because once isn't enough. It's the ultimate weapon. Of there, there is this massive Mega Man boss gauntlet at the end, at the end of the final dungeon, where you fight uh, one, two, three, four, five bosses in a row. Let's see, it's Nero, Gaius, ultimate weapon, ultimate weapon, and. La Brea. La Brea. Five. Five bosses in a row. Yeah. <laughs> back to back to... You maybe walk about four steps in between all of those fights. Or if you watch a cutscene, get locked out of one of them. Yes. <laughs> because why would you want... Well, they got... Don't the cutscenes in that section warp you into the next fight? Yes, they do. Yeah. So so you don't get locked out of those. Mm, okay. You get locked out before them. Maybe. Maybe you got locked out on the first one. Which is the guy in the red suit of armor, right? The red gold-looking armor with the tiger-looking yeah, mask. Yeah, who is the supposedly the main antagonist for 2.0 A Realm Reborn. Oh, he is? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. This Gaius von Belsar. And if you'll notice when you were at the end of the expansion story of Heaven's Ward, you did a Belsar's Wall. Yes. That was reference to him. Ah. Like I said, I, I pretty much just skipped <laughs> everything. Well, you were in a rush. Yep. So when you're skipping everything, did you understand anything that was going on? For a Remnant Reborn, no. Okay. Like. Point and click. Shoot and click. You know what it is? Point and click and shoot. Hmm. I, I put on such a grind towards the end of that story that is like I was like I didn't care anymore. I had to get my character. I my goal was by when did um Stormblood come out? June what? Twentieth. June twentieth. By June twentieth, I had to be at max level whatever at the time for that character. I didn't care what it was. <laughs> How good the story might have seemed or whatever, I'll go back. Yeah. You made it. You did. I'm surprised you did, actually. Yeah, I remember you guys was like, yeah, you're not going to make it to Stormblood. I, I wasn't... I started playing the game, and I fell off for, like, a good month, month and a half, and I didn't play it. And I was like, okay, I got to... I really want to play Samurai when it comes out. <laughs> I got to do it. And you still could have played it. Yeah, but then... Yeah. <laughs> and then you turns out you didn't even have to do that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that some shit. But we didn't know that. We'll get to that later. All right, so you finish your boss gauntlet, and then you're done with the main storyline of A Realm Reborn, and then you have to go through all the patch content. And this is also considered main story, so you can't just skip it. Mm -hmm. And now you're doing all these story quests that reward you with no experience because it was designed for people at level 50 who wouldn't be getting experience anymore. Mm -hmm. So they, the give you, they give you some pretty good equipment. They give you decent equipment for the time, yes. but when you're playing it at that point, this equipment is utter garbage because you can just go on the auction house and buy something uh, uh, at a, uh, item level 115, I believe. Mm -hmm. 120 is the ironworks stuff. Yeah, but that, those are still kind of expensive. Yeah. Mm, I had it. Right. I bought a whole bunch of 115 stuff when I hit 50, okay. and I didn't need a single piece of gear that they gave <laughs> you from any of those quests. Right. Uh, so that part I found to be the biggest of the slogs. Really? Yes. Yep. I remember getting to that part because I was uh, I was really I was really looking forward to getting into Heaven's War mm -hmm. at the time. I think it was in I don't remember what month it was in, but. I remember doing all those quests that we were just talking about, mm -hmm. all, doing all the boss gauntlet, getting to the end of it, seeing the credits roll. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for Heaven's Ward stuff now. And it's, what is it called again? Um, Umbra. Seventh Astral Era Seventh stuff. Astral, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, there's more stuff? Epilogue slash prelude? Uh, and I'm like, oh boy. It took me like another week to get through that. Mm hmm. Like, I was like so disappointed. I'm like, I'm gonna get the Heaven's Ward and do this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they introduced some stuff to you. Some know. lovely level fifty dungeons. Yeah. On hard. That nobody wants to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I enjoy that stuff. I think the story is uh, significantly better yes. than a Where I'm Born. Absolutely, and, I agree. Uh, Especially with the whole political stuff going on in the background, I'm like, yeah, this is this is my jam right now. I could get behind this, but I could understand that if you didn't know that that was in between a Roman born and Heaven Sword, that could be a, a, a 
kicking the dick, pretty much. <laughs> and it's like you're no longer level capped, so you're doing all these story quests, and they're giving you nothing for mm. it. They're giving you 400 gil, which is who cares? Yeah. And you might not be getting useful items out of it, so it just felt like you're you're doing these quests for no reason. And some some of these dungeons were not fun. Yeah. Some of the dungeons that made you do were not fun. And to be fair, it's not a lot though. Right. It, yeah. it, in the end, it's not a ridiculous amount of yeah. content, but you had to you had to brute through it. But after you brute through it, and you you get into Heaven's Ward, finally there, you can finally unlock your Astrologian and your Machinist. That's what I was really hoping. And your That's what Dark I was really Knight. Hoping to get the for because I really wanted to play that that class. Mm. And as soon as I got there, first place I went, I was like, I'm gonna "Go get this right now!" <laughs> you go, you get into a, a city that you have has been locked off from you for the entire game. Mm. Uh, what is it? I'm sorry. For, uh, Frontier? Foundation. Foundation. You get into the city. You unlock your new quests. You're a fugitive in Ulda because of uh, the Sultana being killed and it being blamed on you. Mm-hmm. And you have, you're, you're trying to make sure that we solve this mystery. Who did it? And then about ten quests into it, Oh, the Sultan, yeah, she's not dead. We're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. So this is so this is my main takeaway. Mm-hmm. And when I realized I'm not sure if I'm can I'm gonna be able to jive with the story of this game. <laughs> because they presented you with about a one and a half hours worth of cutscene mm-hmm. uh for the ending of uh two point Yeah. Uh, Realm of Born. And this cutscene's amazing. And it has battles. You have this this betrayal. Betrayal this this dude losing his arm and he was like a badass. You're the leader of Uldah getting poisoned and dying and you the the Scions getting split up and killed left and right. Conspiracy laid down. Mm-hmm. You, your army is purchased from underneath you. One of your dudes probably betraying you. There's, all of this stuff is going on. And then by about the 10th quest in Heaven's Ward, it was just all... None of that happened. All you guys are alive. Sultana didn't die. The only thing that happened is this dude lost his arm. That's the only consequence. Consequences. I was not happy because they held, they spent a lot of time setting that up. Setting that up mm-hmm. And then nothing came of it. Like you were, you were the whole reason you went to the new place and have this ward was because you were a refugee, fugitive, then, fugitive. Excuse me, and then, <laughs> and then they're like, you, know, you can just go back. I'm, I'm glad I know this now. So when I get there, I won't get invested. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Because that sounds Cause you really cool. should get invested. That sounds really cool. Yeah. But if they're gonna write it back like that, they. With quickness. Yep. Nah. But they also do something else in these quests. They set up, uh, they actually laid the foundation for um, this current expansion. Because mm-hmm. they introduce you to the Domans. Or at least a, a, a Domen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a member of the Heavensward expansion mm-hmm. playable race. 
They don't tell you that until later on either. <laughs> until they're ready. Until they're ready. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of Auro that run around in the uh, main areas of the no. game. Mm. So they introduce a uh, who's to be a new Scion. You know, I would assume to replace some of the multiple Scions that died, but nah, none of them died, so it, it didn't really matter. No. Nope. <laughs> but yes, they it they had it's clear they had a roadmap, mm-hmm. and. They, had, they definitely had some place they wanted to take the story. I don't think they really thought out the whole, you know... Consequences? Uh, yeah. Like, they had this amazing cutscene, and then they're like, well, I guess we wrote ourselves into a corner, so I guess they had to wind that back a bit. Mm-hmm. You know? You can introduce new characters. I don't see... I don't know why they went this route. I wish they didn't. Yeah. Because it's not like I, I... I wish they had committed to, to, to it a little cause more. Because personally, it's not like I care for any of the characters. The uh, side characters, uh, the, the seventh scion. Some of them you start to, you know... You care about a couple of them. Yeah. But... Like one or two I some like. Some of them you want to slap. <laughs> I, I can't say that I really cared about Ida. For... As a pugilist. Yeah. Okay. Can't really say I cared about her. Her uh, partner I don't like. I didn't mind him. Hmm. Who's a partner again? The Papa Limo, Papa, yeah. who we affectionately call Papa Shango. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Yashtola is cool. Yashtola is cool. The, uh, Thancred? Thancred, he's alright. Yeah. I like his little arc. Yeah. I want the old Thancred back. That would be nice. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. The old Thancred. The, the dashing lady killer. Now he just looks weird. Yeah. He doesn't really fit anywhere. Yeah. yeah. He just kind of shows up to... And he, he was always like that, though. That's true. <laughs> you are right. He did just kind of show up that first I'm time. I'm sorry I'm late, guys. Saying there was no consequences from those... From that... Uh, from that... Those cutscenes back then is... It's a little extreme. There, yeah. there were consequences. There are consequences. Like, Thancred did get his magical abilities cut off. Ishtola went blind. Hmm. East Chola is... And then Philia went missing and... Again. Yeah. Again. Some, had some really drastic shit happen to her. Mm. Which I think you're... Which happens in Heaven's Ward. No. Who went blind? East Chola. The, the white mage? Yeah. Okay, I do she remember She sees that the um, yeah. ether? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. She has Neo outside the Matrix vision. Yes. If you remember the Matrix <laughs> I do remember. Revolution. I hated that story part because of like where she's where the witch that she um looks up to. Natoya. To get to her is a fuck is freaking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> also another thing that they don't mark on the map. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she's in like, like in a I'm, tree. Like when I saw that, I'm like, I committed that to memory. I'm like it's gonna. I'm gonna come back here. I'm gonna forget where it is. <laughs> they do have a pin on the map where it is. Yeah. They just don't ever show you quest markers. Right. That that there was a there was like a a city by her that you couldn't go in. It was, like, it was shielded off. I don't remember if you ever got a chance to actually go there. Oh, that's Alexander. That's Alexander. That's the main uh, raid of Heaven's Ward. Okay. Yeah. Alexander is a generally depicted in Final Fantasy as a mobile castle. Oh, okay, I remember when I first got him, I yo, what the hell is down there? Can't get in. You didn't see the cutscene where he climbs out of the thing, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch up. <laughs> so uh, the Heaven's Ward storyline is 
to be quite honest, quite a kind of a blur to me. Uh, because after they did that, I just kind of checked out of it. Ah, yeah. 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 And, you know, for fair, to, to give credit where credit is due, I haven't heard anybody say that the storyline for Heaven's Word is bad. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of them, out of playing the three arcs, say that the Heaven's Word storyline is the best. I hear Heaven's Word is actually the best Final Fantasy in years, since nine. So, Joe, I know you yeah. actually paid attention to the storyline. Mm-hmm. Tell us what happened in the uh, okay. Heaven's Word so, storyline. In Heaven's War, you go to Ishgard, which has been kind of walled off and unaffiliated with the rest of the countries um, because they are busy fighting their own war against a horde of angry dragons who hold an ancient grudge against them. So your job in Heaven's War is to fix it. You are there to end the war between the Guardians and the dragons. And in order to do that, what you have to do is you have to calm the rage of angry dragon and seek help from an ancient and uncaring dragon who's long since given up on everything. First dragon, right? It's a uh, Midgar Sormer. No, Midgar Sormer is... He's the father of all dragons, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about... Uh, what's his name? Oh, the, uh, okay. Um, I don't remember his name. The I forgot his his name. Yeah, some old the old dragon is like I don't care about you. Why are you dragging me into this? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I know I'll remember it in a minute, and then and then I'm gonna kick myself. But you seek his help, and he's like, yeah, I can't help you. Um, go somewhere else. Uh, you're also there with somebody who, in the previous expansion, was the vessel for the primal Shiva. So you kind of seek her. You kind of like get get her involved too, because she's a uh, leader of a group of renegades who are also messing around with the Ish Guardians. So you convince her to help you in this, and along the way, you get tangled up in a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a Stinian, who I believe is in one O actually. He's uh, he's also the dragoon. Guy from the job dragoon? trainer from yes. the dragoon quest. Yep. So you have no idea who this guy is unless you were unless you leveled up a dragoon. Right. Which is, I can say, is the best looking class slash job in the game. Yeah. The, the dragoon has a lot of. Uh, I mean, they look pretty cool. Race Volger. That was the that was the dragon's name. And I was yeah. There were so many dragons named. I don't remember. Yeah, like that one. talking about names you can't ever pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> So the main objective of Heaven's Ward is to stop Nidhogg, who is the dra- who is the big dragon with the ancient grudge against the Guardians, from destroying them. And if you settle that, the Guardians will help you in your overall crusade against the Empire. And everybody joins together in love and harmony and mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Yes. <laughs> that dragon was a bitch. The first time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's there's some fights in uh, in this expansion that I did not appreciate. <laughs> uh, and made me realize that I don't think that I'm going to play the class that I want to play. Which was? Black Mage. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about... We didn't talk about how, like... I want to say, like, one of the main things that keeps me playing this game is that in every other MMO, you pick a class. 
And this one, you can have whatever the hell you want. <laughs> you can switch at will. At will. Well, as long as you're not in combat. Out of combat. But at will otherwise. So and that's, that is great. If you feel like being a white mage right now, you just equip a cane, mm -hmm. you're a white mage. Yeah. Feel like being a gladiator, a uh, paladin, I should say. You just equip a one-handed sword, it's, and you're a paladin. It, seem, it seamlessly integrates the job system. It's, it's kind of odd that they have option for alt characters when you think about it. Why? Because I can create any class or job I need. Yeah? Why is that odd? No, what I mean is, like, different characters under your account. Oh, oh yeah, mean. like, why do you need that? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to pay extra if you wanted it. Yeah, it's, it's so... Every time I look at them, I'm like... Like, why, why would you do, do that? that? <laughs> I don't... I, I guess see the story again. <laughs> <laughs> do it all over. Yeah, I mean, maybe you want to stream the story to somebody. Who knows? There are ways to do that in the game otherwise. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Is there a way to change... There's a ways to change around. You really... Unless you're playing on a different server, I guess. That's the only other reason I can think of. What's the new Bible server again? Hyperion. Yeah, so if you guys are trying to play, don't pick that one. <laughs> don't pick that one. Why not? What's wrong with that server? Because when I first started off, that was a <laughs> server that you guys were on. Yeah. And it took me about three to five days to get on this friggin' server. Listen, there are worse servers out there. Thanks, Theo. Mm -hmm. No problem. There are uh, yeah, worse yeah, servers. That's... that's yeah, one hundred percent correct. Because if you try to log into our server right now, the queue—I've never seen the queue higher than twenty people since the, since the since the major rush of people coming back for the expansion. There's some servers that a couple weeks ago were in the thousands still for wow. queues. Yep, like Balmung for one. The big, the big ones one. are Balmung and Gilgamesh. Yeah. And those are just solely because probably the names people just picked those. Yeah. That's why. That's why I, the I, I oldest servers. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna go there. <laughs> they're they're the oldest servers, so they're the ones that have the most population. But they also have like, they're also like unofficially labeled. Like Gilgamesh is the server where all the hardcore people are playing, and Balmong is the server where everybody role plays. Hmm. I don't. Uh, role playing. I, I know you're not into that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a little bit too much for me. Sounds fun though. Man, there is there is something about I mean, getting yourself absorbed in a character. Is it really that different from when we were playing L5R? I wasn't playing with you guys, so. I, I, it, you're right though. You're 100 percent right. Like seeing seeing a seeing an avatar of your character though is a bit, it's different, for me. Like when I was doing it on like tabletop or text based. It seemed a little more free flowing, mm -hmm. you know. It, it flowed a little better for me, but I don't know. Maybe it's be, maybe it's because you know the character I'm, I have is completely different than the person I am <laughs> on the screen. I mean, I guess that's. But isn't that what the character supposed to, the character's supposed to be? That's like whatever your imagination comes up with, pretty much. Yeah, yep. I can't really, I can't really uh, delve that far into it. You know, yeah, it's like not, not here anyway. I mean, it works for some people. It works. For, it doesn't work for others. Right. I mean, yeah. at, at its heart, this is a social game. Mm. At least it's trying to be. So they do give the they 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 do give the option and the tools for all that to for all for all that to work. They do. So people people are taking advantage of it and they're having fun doing it. Yeah, that's 
You know what? It's a, naturally, there's going to be some eroticism in it. At the end of the day, <laughs> it is a video game, and what is video games for? To have fun. So, Killing time! That too. Hopefully more to have fun and then less just to kill time. Yes. Alright, so Heaven's Ward was a massive AoE fest of AoEs all over the place. <laughs> uh, so we were trying to get through it for the most part, so that we could be ready for Stormblood. When we joined uh, when we joined the game, there was maybe one patch from when we joined to the the launch of the expansion. Like, one significant patch. There weren't, there wasn't one patch. They were... Right, there were, there were other patches, but they weren't... It's not like it was going from... Like the overhaul? You know, 3-4... I think we went from 3-4 to 3-5 yeah. in the time that we were on. We did. Right? So it was one major patch. Mm-hmm. And then they had 3-5-1, 3-5-2 as, as they were getting closer to the end. Yeah. Which are little minor patches just to add in a two-story quest and that's it. Mm. So as we were approaching the end and Joe was there first... Uh, and getting heavily into raiding, or trying to. Trying to. Didn't really make it that far back then. Uh, I w- got there, and then I said, "That's about a, a month out to the expansion, so I really don't care." Yeah. If I'm if I miss the content, I miss the content. I, yeah, re- I really don't care. Probably by the time the it, yeah, it's gonna out. be obsolete. There's reasons to run it still. Yeah, the 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 game does incentivize you to go back to the old content. Mm-hmm. At least it does so a lot more than most games. It, whether or not it's you know a profitable use of your time mm-hmm. is your decision, uh, but it does give you reasons that you would want to go back. Uh, Anthony got there about a week. Yo, like, before the expansion, I got I it got was to the, the buzzer. I got to a week before the game came out, finished it, and the last week before I didn't turn it on. So okay, I'm gonna stop because if I keep playing it, I'm not Run gonna want to play out. it anymore. Yeah, yep. and I was getting to the. Trust me, if if Heaven's Word didn't have dragon and stuff in it, <laughs> I probably would have said, "All right, guys, I'm sorry, but I can't." I'm do tapped anymore. out. Yeah, cast them into the abyss. Yo, a Remorborn took a lot out of me. It was a lot of friggin' missions, and then. I didn't know there was patches until like I finished it. I was like, "What the yeah. fuck?" Me neither. I'm like, guys, Ward? yeah, I went into that for that. Heaven's Ward and then patch again. I was like, "Come on, I'm just, it's <laughs> like mm, doing too much right now." But it's I, it's worth it. Mm. Yeah. So we were all set, ready to go. Yeah. For when Stormblood came out, and man, that game came out. Came out three days early. Didn't <laughs> work for anybody. <laughs> Uh, the, they had a solo duty at the beginning of the game so nobody could progress in it because everybody's trying to play. They were not ready for this. It, and they were getting DDoSed. And they were getting DDoSed. They were not prepared in the words of Illidan. <laughs> but uh, eventually, things ironed out. It got a little bit more calm. People could progress. They started gating people through. They, they so if you were lucky, you could... <laughs> Maybe get through, but sometimes you'd still get caught. They patched it to um, 4.1, right? Yeah. And then eventually, after the major crush was over, everybody was able to get through. Mm-hmm. And I was about level 66 before I got out of the first zone. <laughs> or I was so far ahead of these guys. Yep. I was spending my time 
gathering and crafting. <laughs> Joel was chopping wood. I was chopping wood and smashing rocks. And I was just grinding fates. Uh, I was lucky enough to get past the first major wall, so I was able to go into a dungeon. Mm-hmm. So I did the dungeons a couple of times. And by the time I got out of the first area and into the main city, I was, okay, great. Now I'm just going to rush the rest of the story because I can't let myself fall behind and get caught behind another random thing going wrong. <laughs> I can see why you'd have that mentality. But there, there was... When when I was trying to get to the main city, you get to a you get to a a sub city first, uh, Rolgers Reach, and there was a quest in there that I sat down and watched a cutscene in this game for the first time since that ending cutscene of a uh, oh wow, you uh, really checked Realm, out Realm Reborn. Yeah, well, you didn't watch any of Heaven's War, did you? No. Damn. Holy shit! I, I watched the very ending of the. So the very see, last patch. You didn't see that whole part scene. where Astinian uh, absorbs both eyes into himself and goes crazy, and that's why you're fighting Nidhogg the second time, since so he absorbed Astinian into him. I saw that. Yeah. And then they're like, cast him into the abyss when you have the eye turn. Like, really? He's going to throw these in a chasm where someone can find them? You know what happens? Somebody, Somebody finds, finds them! them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching this, this scene in Ralder's Reach where... Uh, the big bad of the expansion, uh, Xenos, decides that he's going to come down and party with you. And you're, and it just, it's a solo duty. So you're one on one with the final boss. It's a, it's a big Final Fantasy trope, what's about to happen here. And this, this fight, you can't damage him. You can't do it. You're trying, but all you can do is avoid his mechanics. Oh, I avoid AoE. I, yeah. I got into like 95. Yeah. <laughs> you you fought him for fifteen minutes. You got up to ninety five percent. And then the, and then and then the cutscene. Oh no, not cutscene. But the, the encounter just sort of gives up for you. Mm. He's, like, he, he's like, you can't do this anymore. I'm like, but I was winning. He, yo, he, <laughs> it's like he couldn't kill me. Yo, he pretty much goes Super Saiyan, hits you. All right, well that's there. That's pretty much. I'm like I the mean. game cheated. I'm like I was winning. I could have done it if I was here for another three hours. <laughs> I, I, if I, I if I had that option, I would have. <laughs> I like him as a he was a I liked him I don't know because it was the whole samurai thing going on but I liked him as a character hmm. you know you know probably know why what? he was the first person in this in, in the entirety of the game to humble you yes yeah like you said you're, like, you're not up, you're and, not, up, up until this point you're you're some invincible god slayer in a literal they call you in a yes. literal <laughs> literal sense mm-hmm. like people are hailing, hailing you as this unbeatable Avatar of vengeance, but you still have even at the even at the end of Heaven's Ward when you're fighting um, the, the the Knights of the Round there, like you are portrayed as this incredible badass who is just unstoppable, unbeatable, and no one will ever touch. But yep. nobody believes you, and you still have to fetch items. Yes, yeah, you still have to make a banquet for this yep. group of people. Josh, you're up to that. Oh, it's <laughs> the worst. That's the Titan quest, right? Yes. Yeah, it's it's so like, you really need to go and kill right. Titan, but right. let's have this banquet first. LOL, I need you to go get all the food. LOL. Fuck yep. with you. What? So, so yeah, you're doing you're doing lots of odd jobs, <laughs> but you're this incredible god slayer. So, like, any fight you get into, you're like, oh, I got this. I got you this You stupid guy. nod. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this guy comes down and busts your ass. He wrecks you. He pretty wrecks. much says, yo, you're, you're not on my level Like, yet. you ain't shit. 
He did what Go- he did what Goku does. I can beat you. I can kill you now. I'm gonna let you go and train and mm-hmm. come back and find me when you're stronger. That's what he does. And then he also does the unthinkable. So, if the most powerful Scion out of who's left of the Scions mm-hmm. is Yastola, and she basically can put up a barrier that would prevent a star from falling into the world (laughs) how strong she is Mm -hmm. and this guy she tries to jump in front of somebody who's uh, about to take the hit Lise was it Lise that she jumped in front of I think it was Lise and then she puts up her barrier and he just smiles at her and cracks through the barrier he's like ah a barrier and just cuts her in half not really in half but she's she's busted yeah mortally wounded i'm like who is this guy and <laughs> he's so I understand him, i'm just standing there thinking like remembering everything i do like okay <laughs> i'm this invincible god slayer mm-hmm. and this guy with a sword all well, three swords but he's only using one mm. he's coming down there and busting my ass like why did they send this guy against me <laughs> <laughs> beginning yeah and at that point, I said, I'm watching the, the cutscenes of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it, and then I watched the... I mean, I skipped a couple. I, I watched everything. Couple, but I, I watched mean, most the of end, them. The ending of Heaven's Ward was kind of... It just sort of happened. Like, oh, all right, we forgot to mention the end of Heaven's Ward. The... Okay. There's this territory that's occupied by the Empire called Alamigo. Mm-hmm. Which is where the leader of the... Um, the uh, Immortal Flames is originally from. Uh, so he's really into the Alamegan liberation and he wants to go back to his homeland and free it from Garlean subjugation. So he has a friend named Ilbard who joins the, joins the army that you create in the Astral Quest. And he turns out to be a traitor, a scumbag. Mm. Also from Alamigo. Also from Alamigo. So, the the uh, oligarchy in, Alami- in um, Ulda purchased the Crystal Braves from underneath you and used them as their own personal army and drive you out of political influence and frame you for the murder of the Sultana, which is why you're going to the Heaven's War to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, you deal with this guy. You deal with this traitor who cuts Robon's arm off and... When he disappears for a while. And then he comes back as somebody named the Griffin. Mm. And what he's doing is rallying up Alamegan refugees to to form a militia to go retake their homeland. Mm. And you're like all of and you're like, I'm not sure if this is a good idea, but you know, if you're gonna do this, at least have the support of the grand companies with you. Yeah. So Turns out that what he's end up, what he's trying to do is he's sending everybody into Balesar's Wall and into Alamega territory as a mass sacrifice in order to summon a super powerful primal akin to Bahamut. And he does this by the sa- sacrificing all of his all of his militia hirees, all these other Grand Company people, and himself. Wow. Yeah. In a in a. In a really incredible summoning ritual. I didn't know. Also, he calls you sloppy. <laughs> he calls you sloppy. I didn't know this turned into Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what ends up happening is that since Papalimo is a student of Luis Papa Papalimo is all like, 
I gotta do this. I gotta I gotta contain this thing. And essentially does what Luis Swa did to end 1.0 mm-hmm. without sending everybody to the future. Right. And he cacks it. And well, yep. I guess he's dead. Goes splat. <laughs> but hey, at least he stopped Shinryu from showing up. Mm-hmm. Nope. So what oh. ends up happening, we need to free this ancient Allegan weapon mm. to fight against this other thing. Like, What is it called? Omega. Mind you, not Omega weapon. Those are two different things. Okay. If you guys didn't know, that's my screen name. Yeah, he likes, he likes the word Omega. We get it. Some <laughs> <laughs> people are like, are you sure this is a good idea? This ancient weapon of destruction, letting it loose. So they fight each other. Pretty good fight scene. I actually watched yeah. that. And we end up losing both of them. Hmm. And we're like, well, shit. Now we have two <laughs> things to deal with. <laughs> I just noticed something. Omega's, like, the face for Omega looks like Meta Knight. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it popped up in my head. Image. That's fine. So that's the setup for Stormblood. Um, more hope for Alamegan or Alamigo liberation is kind of dashed. But... At the time, Ida, who reveals herself to be actually Lise, because Ida is her sister, and she died in, a, in some weird reveal. This is very random. Yeah. And you're introduced to big samurai dude. Gosetsu. Gosetsu. At the end of um, at the end of Heaven's, Heaven's Word, yes. Yeah. It's kind of like, it kind of like goes out in like a much softer tone than then it a actually rum, a realm reborn did. Yeah, so they wouldn't have to retcon everything that they did. Maybe hmm. you're right. It, it would just bring everybody back, yeah. so it doesn't make a difference. Right. So in Stormblood, you are trying to actually get a reasonable force to liberate Alamigo with. And that's the, that's the storyline for Stormblood. So in um, a realm reborn, you pretty much collected these stones from primals. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're finding the crystals. Crystals. Right. Mm-hmm. Since I cut all, I skipped all the cutscenes. What happened to those stones? Uh, Midgard Stormer turns them off, <laughs> and you have to turn them back on. Right. In Heaven's Word. Yes. So where are the stones now? Are they still off? They're on. Well, uh, they're on again. Like your, they're, those are your connection to Hydaelyn. Is what powers your echo. So do you absorb that? You have it, and it's it's innate within you. So mm. why didn't we use that to fight? Samurai? You did. We did. It's always active. Oh, that's what I mean. That's they don't I, really show it again, ever. Yes, they show it in every encounter that you have. They do? Yeah. You Whenever sh- you see an AoE on the ground, the little icons showing you, oh, look, there's this cone coming from the boss. He's about to do an attack. Yeah. That's actually the echo that's showing it to you. Oh. Every, every, time, you fail an, every time you fail an encounter, that's a, a, a scenario in which... You envision the within the echo saying this could go this way if you don't if you if you mess up, and then you come back and you're powered up by the echo. That's their canonical way of saying, "Hey, this is happening. You better figure it out." I was one that said, "No, that you pretty much collected these things in um, a Born. I like I said, I keep I skip the cutscene, so I see that you collected them again in in Heaven's World, or like they're coming back to you one by one. Okay, so either. Like the whole Dragon Ball Z thing, they got scattered across the <laughs> <laughs> across yeah. the world. So what happened to them? Like you don't really physically see them again, mm-hmm. but I guess okay, that makes sense. Like, I haven't seen them in the Heavens Ward. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the Stormblood. Storm uh, yeah, like, physically you don't yeah. see them anymore. So, but okay, I understand that concept. It might go back to it. 
We don't I'm, know what we have a lot of patch there. content to hit, so that's true. We're gonna we're I gonna am ready it, for the patch content right? this time. <laughs> we don't have to slog through it all at once now. That and that was the biggest problem, just to play about two hundred to three hundred missions and like the span of sorry Theo. No. I mean I'm doing it. I'm not gonna lie. If I knew about the potions that they have to get through those things, I honestly I probably would have just said screw those it. those are brand new. Oh, never mind. Yeah. They just put them in with Still this expansion. I I hate miss. I hate feeling like I missed out on something. No, I feel. This is how I feel about it. It's, I feel about the same way I feel about sports. If a game happens tonight and I miss it, mm-hmm. and I, it's like I can't rewatch it tomorrow because like I'm already gonna hear about the scores and the yeah, highlights. Yeah, yeah. Like, eh. So like that's, that's why I'm not true. in a rush to really the, go the back only, and watch it. The only thing is now we we're trying to unlock some of the for you, some of the older stuff that you missed. Yeah. Just so we could do that stuff with you, for the things we need. To to do it for like there's a probably a billion quests waiting for you in the in the sands and Mordona yeah we just got them a few the other day yeah cause one some some item from Ravana Extreme went up significantly in price hmm. significantly so we were trying to farm it a little we bit we were trying to do that fight just three people to get that item and it didn't really work yeah, out yeah cause nobody wants to tell me when they're gonna do things you were Unavailable at the time. Nobody wants to tell me. If you were there, I would have asked you to be like, come and do this. Like, we said, you're like, maybe we can do this with Andre. And then nobody asked. Well, we'll try again when you're <laughs> on. Maybe we could do it with Andre. No text message. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, well, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> All right. So you go, you lose that, that battle at Ralgar's Reach. So basically, your initial attempt to liberate Alamigo fails you run away with your tails between your legs to uh, Kugane Hmm. and try to enlist the aid of the Domans and end up getting embroiled in some Mongolian fight the reason you go over there is because the Alamigo people are discouraged so you want to go over there to liberate Doma as a beacon of hope to liberate Alamigo. Because mm. it's going to be really easier. really roundabout way of doing it. <laughs> We're still fighting the same empire. We're just going to get lucky this time. So go over to Doma. And then while you're in the Doman areas... Don't drink the water. <laughs> that's Final <laughs> Fantasy VI reference. Lots uh, of Final Fantasy VI references in Stormblood. Mm. You, you end up encountering Mr. Big Bad again. And he has a few more attacks, and you still really can't do much to him. But I still Although they make you feel like you can. I, I, I felt like I could the first time, and I felt like I could this time. And they just sort of dismissed it. They, they, they made me gave up. Like, no, I can do that. Well, you know, the timer would have ended before you would have been able to do it anyway. You don't know that. They didn't give me the chance. <laughs> uh, so once again, he comes in and shows you you're still not on his level. Mm-hmm. Although you break his sword this time. He wasn't happy about that. He was, He's like, hmm, interesting. Get better. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you yet because I'm a final boss. I must make sure that you live long enough so that you can eventually defeat me <laughs> instead of me killing you at your weakest. He's one of those people who is really bored with existence and lives for the thrill of battle, so that's why he's leaving you alive. Yes. Because nobody else challenges him. Right. Everybody else just dies. You at least survive. You don't really 
do much to him, but you, you survive. You, you didn't die. You fought him twice and lived. That's enough to get his interest. Hmm. Yeah. So, shortly after that, well, what's the dungeon where you go in with uh, where Gosetsu is uh, holding up the uh, the walls? Uh, Doma Castle. That's actually Doma Castle. That's Doma Castle. Yeah. That's just shortly after that one, right? Yeah, that is immediately after that. It's immediate. So you go into you go into Doma Castle to to basically try to liberate and with the heir apparent with you. Who has science theme. <laughs> Very nice. Technically science, son. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. I keep forgetting because they did, they refer to him as the Japanese version of the name uh, Cayenne. Mm. So you they go actually, in... They actually refer to him as Shun, which is what is science, son's name in the Japanese version of Final Fantasy VI. Mm. So we go we go in there to liberate, fight through, get to the end, and then you have the nice little Breath of Fire 2 moment where the wall's being held up by your party member. Everything's collapsing after, oh man, what's her name? But she's a, she's a former Alamegan too, right? Was no. She, no, she wasn't Alamegan. She was Dolman. She was right. She was Doman, and she was captured, and a, I think she was. Uh, she was sold off as a sold as sold by her parents. Put off to work into the empire. Yes, the empire seems to employ a lot of the people that they subjugate. So, but Yotsuyu. Yotsuyu. Okay. So she's not happy at uh, losing, mm-hmm. and basically blows up the castle while you're in it. She's like, "Well, I, I lost already, and I'm going to die, so I really don't care." So I'm just gonna blow up the castle. That's Final Fantasy VI thing to do. So, <laughs> so Gosetsu goes and has, saves everybody. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna hold up the the walls. I'm gonna hold up the ceiling so you guys can get out of here. She shoots him while he's holding up, and he's just like, No, nah, I'm not gonna let go of this yet. My guy's got to get out. That's not like the twins from um, four. four. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but the twins from four, they don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do, however, eat your items if you try to use them. So you get out, and the building collapses on both of them, mm-hmm. and they're dead. <clears throat> so yeah, all right. Because you know the building collapses and it's flooded. So how are they gonna get out from that? Okay, yeah. They dead. So you liberate Doma. Mm-hmm. You take your forces back to Alamigo. And you start fighting through to uh, finally free your, free the, the realm of the Empire. Library on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> with an interesting scene with... Final Fantasy doesn't like to have normal English-looking script on things. You know, it started with Albed, mm-hmm. where they have all these cipherish letters or yeah. weirdly, for, weirdly made fonts. So, Library... Or Earth, or whatever. It's supposed to be <laughs> liberty or death. Liberty or death. But the, the, Final Fantasy XIV has these characters alphabet that approximates the English alphabet and has like similarities, but it's not exactly. And some letters look like other letters. So there's something written. They, they write something on, on the wall in their in their version of the script, and I'm like, oh, it says liberty or death, but it looks like. Library on Earth. 
<laughs> so that in that scene, you have a flashback of uh, the beginnings of Robon and uh, Ilbert. And you yeah, have these uh, cutscenes with these people who they act like you know mm-hmm. that you should know, and then you're like, "Do I know these people?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> there actually, there actually is a point in the main story where someone comes up and he's like, "Hey, I did this for you all those all that time ago. Do you remember me?" And your choices are, "Of course, I remember you." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> then you're really scratching the mind banks to remember who he is. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys go ahead, break through. Uh, you 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 do the Final Fantasy VI dungeon, mm. where almost every enemy is just some sort of reference to Final Fantasy VI. This dungeon was so cool. <laughs> I uh, lost my shit. It's a really cool dungeon. Yeah. And then you go do the the final fight against uh, Xenos. Mm-hmm. In Alamigo proper. In actual Alamigo. Mm-hmm. You beat him in his normal form. And of course, this isn't even my true form. And he goes and shows you where all the power is coming from. As he merges in with Shinryu. Where he's just kind of been suspended in some random balls on top of this castle that you couldn't see because you couldn't fly. Because flying's not unlocked until you finish that quest. That's fair. <laughs> not really. <laughs> and then they throw you into the mother of storyline missions. This is the hardest fight in the game right now. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. It is, <laughs> it is harder than the the raid content they just put out uh-huh. and the extreme version of the primal fights they Holy put in. Holy shit. It is harder than... It is the hardest fight in this game at the moment. It has every boss mechanic in it, in that fight. In including brand new mechanics. Yes. Oh. The fight lasts 10 plus minutes. A long time. It was a very healing intensive fight. Mm. Once you understand the mechanics, it's very fun. Though. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, I could say that for pretty much any fight. Mm. The biggest problem is that enough people have completed it where people no longer have patience for the new people who are trying there to complete no it. There is no incentive to sit through it. Yes. Can't so. pass it the first time, I'm going to leave the party. And it's it's pretty rough because most of these encounters are going to have new people. And, you know, when you have new people who have never seen the fight before, you can explain it all you want. More than likely, they're going to die in the first attack. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad they get that out of the way first. But it's nice. That the, and, and, you know, what? it's a very good way of teaching people where, hey, this mechanic just happened. And it killed you. It's literal 10 seconds into the fight. Mm-hmm. So if you lose to it, you don't have to reset, and you learn quickly. Mm. Then being in the middle of a fight. Right. It's not like some of the other mechanics that wipe you <laughs> after you're 20 minutes into the fight, as it feels like, mm-hmm. which also happens in this fight. Mistakes often spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. Yes. The and only thing this thing doesn't have that the other fights do is this one does not have an enraged timer. It has a soft enrage. Um, by enrage, I mean, you know, if the boss fight gets goes mad and kills If the you. fight goes long, on too long, there are some methods of automatically killing the party. A soft enrage is something that, whereas as the fight goes on, something gets harder and harder mm-hmm. and hits harder and harder. Or gets and this one, you have that you're standing on platforms, and the plat- some of the platforms break, 
And enough of the, if enough of the platforms break, it makes it impossible to dodge some of the mechanics. Mm. And then you're just always getting hit, or one of the mechanics that yeah. literally just pushes you off the stage. A hardened rage would be something the boss that just kills you outright. Yeah. Some, there are some fights like that. Often at 1%. <laughs> uh, we've had a couple of 1%ers in this. We, we had a 1% when we, we were clearing course. it for the first time. Mm. And then we had a 1% when we were clearing it with Anthony. This is even, not a fun boss to 1%, Even, even with three other people, at least three other people who had been there for that fight, we still had a lot of trouble. We didn't even do it the first night. This is a uh, full party or light party? Full, full, full party. Full okay. party eight man. eight people. So, I pretty much, what I did was... The next day when I was at work, when I had free time, I watched uh, the play. So like I said, like, like um, Joe and Dre said, it can explain it to you, but if you don't actually see what's going mm-hmm. on or do the fight, you're going gonna to die. Yeah. Okay. I want. I need to complete this thing. I need to get better stuff, better items. I need to complete the story. Right. right. Watch the video for it the next day. Learned every mechanic. And once I saw that, I called them up. I said, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and that one time passed it. Didn't die. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun. It's just you have to learn the mechanics. Yeah. Did he really not die? I didn't die the, once I came back the next day. I feel like he died. I, he might have. I don't know. <laughs> he died a lot. They call you out, man. You died less than Heaven's Ward. So another problem is <laughs> on uh, PlayStation and on PC. Mm-hmm. There's um, you guys might not notice it, but there's like latency problems. So if Joe or Dre says, "Hey, dodge this attack," that attack hasn't happened yet. So what am I dodging? And it'll happen after, and I'll die. Like, well, well, I can't do nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Well, if latency, if latency problems are having, that's yeah. something you can't really control. Yeah, but uh, it was. And it, another problem is on the PlayStation is I play my I play like a typical like if I was playing God of War, the characters like kind of dead center in the screen. I can kind of see what's around me not much. Now you gotta zoom out, man. With this particular fight, how like most. Boss fights, trials, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You, I can still see, it, but this particular fight, you have to like be for me. I have to be zoomed all the way out to my character's like the size of like uh, I guess this bottom hole, man. You guys can see it. <laughs> it's, I'm a, talking it's, about. it's a three-inch bottle. Yeah, like that's how I can. Like I'm like I don't know what what tax am I dodging. Mm-hmm. I don't see any. I don't see anything that says okay, he's about to do this. Yeah. So like I had to adjust how I play also just for this particular fight in general. Every single yeah. time I load the game up, I first you thing I do is zoom out. Zoom out well, as much as possible. Very first thing. Every every time I put this game on, I learn something different. That's <laughs> something I learned with. It's better to play that way. Mm-hmm. I'm used to looking at my character. Oh, okay, this is my character, dead center in the yeah. screen. Yeah, can't do it this time. Yeah, you got seven other people around you. Yeah, and it, you need to have that awareness. Yeah. For example, like the whole tail thing, like I was telling Dre, like I don't know when the tail is gonna hit the floor. I don't see any markers that is indicating. Sometimes yeah. colors blend together. Yes, I zoomed out. Oh, this big brick thing <laughs> in front of me lit up red. I can see it now. Run. <laughs> I like the fight. I, I really do like this fight. It, it's a good fight. I it's like this fight, fight, and I like Susanos. I die mm. a lot in that one. You're gonna <laughs> die a lot on EX. Oh my god. That's because of that. That. Um, Whirlpool movie has that always gets me because mm. for me it'll pop up like it'll pop up now and a second later it disappears and I'm dead I'm like I had no time to move yeah so something I still have to get better at and yeah. used to but let's hope that doesn't happen 
a lot. That's what we have healers for. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you take that's the number one. That is the number one thing that kills people in that fight. Yes, the I number know. one thing because because you, you're not taking just one. You're taking like three, five, four or five. Because oh, people yeah. are standing on top of each other. Yeah, and then that that's another thing is like, you, like I said, you have a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. Certain AOE mechanics. If you're too close to each other, is gonna hit multiple times, mm-hmm. and people are trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. Sounds like you need some better internet. Give me the money. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you finish that off. You finish off your main story quests, and then uh, it's Shinryu. So you know that there's some sort of dragon thing going on with him, and there's the eyes of Nidhog just kind of laying around there. And lo and behold, who's back? Cast them into the abyss. There's a Stinian, and instead of just doing something stupid with the eyes, he says, "You know what? We're gonna be done with this. Yep. We're done with this shit." And he breaks them. He like walks away for it. it's like I guess there's not these aren't gonna do anything. These are like totally unpowered. They're not gonna hurt anybody ever again. Might as well just leave him alone. Stab. And then he turns it back. He's like. Better safe than sorry. Dunk, dunk, dunk. <laughs> just like stabs him into oblivion. And you, I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> some it's some one of those moments where you just say, oh, somebody Slide. has sense. Yes. <laughs> I have a question about the eyes. The dragon that gives. Okay, so there's there's like two brother dragons. One is good, one is bad. Um, one the good yeah. one gave his left eye to the one that was the one that hates. People, pretty much. Long story short, right? In Heaven's World. Yeah, Horace, Horace Volger. I believe... Uh, well, I know you took... You took Nidhogg... Like, Astinian took Nidhogg's eyes. Like, one of Nidhogg's eyes. Yes. And that's what gives the dragon the power. Yes. And this, then... This, this the good fiction. brother... Brother... The good brother dragon gives... Yeah. Like, they had a conversation. It, it, I forgot exactly how, But he had a conversation like... It, this is what we have to do. You know, we can't just fall back. We're the stronger race. Mm. Let's just kill them. And he, I guess he, he's like, you know, I'm not at full power. They almost killed me. He, like, made up some bullshit story. And his brother's like, you know what? Okay, fine. And he gave him his eye. Anybody recall that? I believe you're correct. It, it's a blur to me, too. I think, was it? But Horace Volger is, I think it's, um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're right. That's what happens. So, and then I remember at Heaven's Word that um, the dragon that eyes are floating around now, he's the one that took control of um, Estinian, right? Yes. Nidhogg. Nidhogg. Nidhogg's yeah. will that's embedded within the eyes. Because he was holding both of them. Yes. So he was barely able to contain one of them. And got overpowered. Yeah. I, I thought that Estinian would have had a more of a... Um, uh, show up in Stormblood. I was hoping for it because I actually like him as a character. He had a a little brief walk onto the camera for a couple of seconds. The first time. Wait, what are you doing? Foiling my plans? Yeah. Then the second time he comes and it's like destroys like mad empire people. Is you know just to sh- just to show you that nobody stays dead in this world. He yes. he shows up. I did like the fact that in Heaven's Word, him and um the girl that was a uh, the vessel for that primal that was like always going at it. You sail? Yes. There was like it was like a married couple. Well, they were. <laughs> Shiva was Race Folger's lover. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like not it's like not Shiva, it's just like essence of Shiva. Mm. So, so the perfume. Race Folger is like you're fake. 
Like stop, stop parading around like like you're her. Like you're you ain't her. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's get you, get you. I'm not gonna get you, get you ratchet ass. Seeing Estinian made me want to play Dragoon again. I'm not gonna lie. I really wish Dragoon was good right now. Because <laughs> I really like playing Dragoon, but I had problems with it in Heaven's Ward that are expounded upon in Stormblood, mm. where. Like there's, they have a mechanic where like there's a buff that, that if it falls off, your like, your ability to do damage like plummets. Yeah. So now in Stormblood, there's another one like that, and it's even worse because it has it takes like a minute and a half to get to, and there's a lot of times when bosses will go away and be untargetable, mm. and these buffs will fall off of you, and you'll have to do that acceleration playing thing all over again, and it makes it really annoying to play. So D- Dragoons all over the place are complaining like crazy. And I'm like, I'm not touching that until I fix it. <laughs> fix it. Fix it now. So after uh, Estinian breaks the eyes, you get another couple of cutscenes of the uh, liberation, the full liberation of Alamigo, celebration going on. You get to I, talk to your friends. I was really, like, okay, because earlier in the expansion, what they had... Um, they had like the Garleans like singing what sounded like a national anthem. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that was the melody for the Alamigo national anthem until they started singing it on the top of their homeland, and that actually like gave me a little bit of uh, misty eye right there. So I'm like, aw, like seeing Ra- seeing Ravon in his home in his homeland, mm. like finally liberated, lost like literally gave his arm for. <laughs> yep. Sitting there and singing his national anthem with different different lyrics. It's a... To actually draw a real-world parallel, it's the same thing we do with uh, God Save the Queen. Yeah. How we took it and changed it. Uh, What what is it now? Would we use it for America the Beautiful or... I don't know. One one of our not national anthem but Mm -hmm. patriotic songs is just stolen from God Save the Queen. I mean, for Robon, you know this was important because in one of the cutscenes that Dre mentioned, when you go back in time, he's showing you um, Robon when he was younger and um, Ilbert. Library on Earth! He shows, he shows, he's pretty much took you back to it. This is where I used to live. This mm-hmm. is my house when I was a kid. I'm like, okay, well, you know, this is he's, this is like a lifelong dream for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, to, to lose your arm and say, no, I'm going to still fight. And, and he's still, like, strong as hell. Because he lost an arm, so that just makes him stronger. There was a there was a fight, and how, how is he a gladiator if he has no arm? I, I mean, I don't. He had, I don't know. <laughs> he's not a gladiator because he never used a shield. I was gonna say that, but I was I didn't know if I probably missed it. One thing he has a skipped. shield though, right? Mad snake, mad snake. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a fight that you actually had to fight him. I don't know if it's in Heaven's Ward or the. It's in Heaven's Ward. It's like some. Like some morale, ma- like some like grand company morale yeah. exhibition or something like and that. And you have to fight him, and that fight was pretty like, cool. It was pretty cool, but like, why is this happening? <laughs> because we just needed content. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it kind of happened again in Stormblood. A little bit. Yeah, like when you're, uh, yeah. I didn't know what to do with that fight towards the end. Like, um, how do I end this fight? <laughs> Every enemies keep running. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It was cool, you know, you get to see Mitsurugi. He was in there, being Mitsurugi. <laughs> Talking about Lord Hien. I was Mitsurugi. He looked just like, like, I mean, I guess, I guess that's typical samurai fashion, right? 
Well, I mean, everybody calls him Mitsurugi, so <laughs> you're not alone in that observation. Yeah. And uh, after the, those scenes of the liberation, we get treated to a little Marvel bonus after credit scene of Gosetsu not being dead. On a fishing. On a beach. Fishing. Fishing. <laughs> you know who else is not dead? <laughs> the person who blew up the, <laughs> the castle and yep. shot him. So he just faked it for everybody. Yep. So, as Rommel was fond of saying, what are they going to do? Repopulate that tiny island? <laughs> I. It's. And then I got mad again. <laughs> but you know what it was? Even though through our Stormblood story, like, you can tell that somewhere in. Whatever her name is, she was like. She always thought about, okay, what if I don't do this? But she was like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Mm. So, Lise? Yeah, no, um, the girl that's with Gosetsu now. Yugiri. Yeah, you can tell that, like, at a young age, she was, like, treated badly, and that's that's what made her yeah. decisions that she made now. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that somewhere she wanted to be good, but I guess didn't know how to yeah. because she would she would have got killed if she y- tried. Yugiri is the person they actually introduced in... Uh, uh, no, he's yeah. talking about... He's talking about the... The, the person that shot gets yelled to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you can yeah tell. She, she like she like expounds she expounds upon this like little sympathetic diatribe. Yeah, like she, she pretty much said that I'm doing this because if I don't, I'll die. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get killed, and like, I don't want to like, die. My my people like cast me off, spit on me. Yeah, so why should I care about yeah. what happens to them now? Yeah. I'm about myself. I was powerless as a child, so I have power now. I'm gonna keep it. Mm. Pretty much. Yep. Well, that wraps up the Stormblood story. So then what are you guys' uh, thoughts on it? Do you like it? The Stormblood story, I thought, was the... It was the most well-told story in the, the game has so, had so far. I feel. But... It was the only story that made me want to <laughs> actually watch it. Mm, yeah, it, me it, too. It, it didn't want to make me, like, reach through the screen and strangle people. <laughs> Scouts. I didn't get mad at the, the storyline until the very end. Where they just resurrected <laughs> two characters. it was characters. already done. What? And it was already done, so... Like, you don't go over to Isail, who's harvesting Shiva, and, like, I'm here to kill you, and she's like, no. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I was mad because they had everybody else help in the game, but they didn't ask for the dragon's help. They helped the dragons also, and they never just went for help from the dragons. Well, we got... We got we actually got help from these guardians. So, mission accom- Heaven's Word mission accomplished. I need help from the dragons. are much stronger. I need help from the dragons. <laughs> Look, look, the dragons don't give a shit. The whole point of Heaven's Ward, <laughs> the whole point of Heaven's Ward was to make sure the dragons stopped giving a shit about humanity. They did their job. <laughs> they stopped giving a shit. You right. didn't actually befriend the dragons. You just got them to cease hostilities. You remember Horace Frogger was like, "Y'all people suck. I don't care what happens anymore. But you want to stop this war? Fine. Okay. Here's what you got to do. Go complete my task. Okay. I'll help you for a little bit." Are we done? We're done. Okay. <laughs> Leave me alone out. now. <laughs> and that's why they're not helping you. Just be happy you got uh, Amaric there in all his handsome glory. In his awesome armor. What was that? In his awesome armor. In his awesome $15 armor. <laughs> <laughs> this game has, like, a lot of just stuff you can buy. Hmm on their store that and is not available otherwise in the game. And thankfully, it's just pretty much all cosmetic. Yep. So Which uh, it should be. Oh, the Square Enix store. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the Marketplace. No. The Marketplace. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a few things that are functional. Mm-hmm. One thing was very helpful in this expansion, which is a two-seater mount. 
<laughs> it's a two-seater two flying mountain in which people were ferrying people over <laughs> certain areas to help them complete the zone. So because uh, people, were stuck, because because people were stuck. Because you were stuck because yeah. there, you couldn't get through because the servers were messed up. <laughs> so the so so lucky <laughs> few who got through. Okay. So people who were further ahead in the story than people who had this two-seater mount were actually ferrying people over the over the walls <laughs> to get to the next area. But you couldn't still couldn't advance the story, but you what? could still see more of the zone. Yeah. I did it. What? I, I, I hopped into somebody's <laughs> two-seater. So you, Are they renting it? What are you doing? Yeah, they're like... People were charging. Like people were charging, but, like a but a lot of people were doing it for free. I was about so to say, like a, you hopped on a dollar van. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it, was, it was not traveling fast enough to be a dollar van. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's so funny to you. It was ridiculous. The, the person would stand next to the wall that wouldn't... It was a door, but the door didn't actually open. The, the way you would get through the door normally is just talk to a person and they teleport you to the other side. So the, they would stand next to the door, and if they stood next to the door, close enough to the door, you could see their head kind of pop out at the other side. What? Because this is how clipping works in most of these games. Yeah. So if their head pops out into the other side, you can click on them. So you join their party, you right-click on them, and then you hop on their mount, and then they move away from the wall, and you can then dismount and on the other side. <laughs> You get his number so you can call him back later. <laughs> no, man, I, it's not necessary anymore. <laughs> we don't need to do that anymore. All right, so we haven't really we talked about the story. There's your there's your story spoilers. Uh, everybody wanted to talk about some jobs and some and some classes and things like that. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Okay. Are we going to talk about our our own jobs? Why not? Or just jobs in general? Yeah, probably jobs in general. Whatever you want to talk about. All right, cool. Yes. It's your podcast. Hmm. Our podcast. That's right. It's China Cabinet's podcast. You are the most right. <laughs> so, I'm currently playing a scholar slash summoner because mm -hmm. they are the same base class. So, if you level up one, you get both. Neat perk. And I decided to do that despite playing Black Mage as my main class in... Uh, 2.0 and 3.0 mm -hmm. because one I wanted to have a healer at 70 as soon as possible and two I would get a healer and a DPS to 70 at the same time which means that no matter what content I was doing I'd be able to do it with Joe right because I like to heal because mm -hmm. Joe generally wants to heal although I mean he is the, the best healer in so. the world in the world oh he says this. Oh, I thought you were agreeing with him. No, I'm not really agreeing with him. <laughs> he said it, not me. <laughs> oh, I did say it. You did say it. And I say it all the time because mm -hmm. it's true. Okay. It's the damn truth. Mm. Uh, of which my classes that I chose to level to 70 were not fun to level to 70 because many of their abilities were stripped and they were generally weaker. But this is a common complaint for most classes in the game currently right now because mm -hmm. they removed abilities they shifted abilities into role abilities so many classes just kind of felt like half of their kit was on the cutting room floor mm -hmm. and scholar and summoner were not alone in that they but they definitely felt like it and while i was playing it i was about 60 
68 or so and I was leveling through I was like I'm just not having fun doing this leveling because the classes they they just don't do good damage I was doing better damage on the healer mm -hmm. than I was on the summoner it to to this point of me playing I still feel like I do more damage on my scholar than my summoner despite the fact they're both 70 and this and the summoner clearly has DPS abilities <laughs> So why level it up so they can retroactively fix it? Well, uh, I, by, the time, by the time I was just like, man, I'm just not really feeling this process of you leveling. Were, I was already 70. almost at 70. Yeah. So I just said, all right, it's just a couple more levels. It's not that hard to heal. Mm -hmm. uh, even with all the changes and my class not having very good mana regen anymore, mm -hmm. it's still not that hard. Yeah. And it's significantly better when you get to heal with somebody else as opposed to just doing a four man and healing by yourself by somebody else he means the world's best healer i also mean other random healers that i heal with <laughs> but uh, yes i'm generally healing with joe in eight mans uh so it, it's nowhere near as bad at mm -hmm. 70 as it was when when leveling <clears throat> so when when every when all these changes came out and everybody was complaining i was like let's hold on Wait until we get to 70. But then as I was leveling, I was like, damn, this is really, this leveling experience is really rough. Mm -hmm. But now I'm at 70, and, I said, and I'm like, okay, at least Level one out off. of these two classes I can play. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the best out of the healing options, but it's playable, and you're not going to auto-lose. Yeah. So more or less, I'm, I'm happy with where it's at right now, but I'd like some tweaks. And I started leveling up my black mage, so my black mage is almost 70, but then I'm just going to go to red mage. After after I get my black mage to 70, I'm just going to play red mage. Because <laughs> it's just the best option. It seems like it seems like what you want to do the most. Mm. And you should, then you should go for it. I want to have a caster character because I like casters, yeah. but I don't like how this game punishes casters. Because... Well, to be fair, it punishes everybody. There's a lot of AoE attacks in this game. A lot of telegraphed AoE attacks. Mm -hmm. And you need to move out of these. If you don't, you're going to take a lot of damage. You might even die. Most of the in old content, you're a black mage. You just sit in the AoE and just say, look, if I move, my DPS is zero. So I'm going to sit in the AoE and hope the healers can heal me. So mm -hmm. are, you, are you familiar with a technique called slide casting? Yes. Do you have... Is that... Is it not that helpful? No. Yeah. Mm. What exactly slide casting? Okay, so when you're casting a spell, the latency takes a minute to catch up to you. So normally moving will stop the cast. But if but you wait just long enough yeah. before moving... The, 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 um, the server will, rec will not recognize that you've moved yet and continue casting. So it won't recognize that the spell is stopped. Oh, okay. Before the, yeah. before the cast, right? Okay. So, so, I, so you I can start. So you can start moving just before the cast is finished, and have it'll it still come out. Oh, I've done yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every, everybody eventually figures it out in some level. I figured it out in in WoW, but that was because I had to figure it out in WoW mm. because they didn't have any sort of queuing system for their spells. Oh. So I ended up having to set up a stop cast macro on all of my spells. Mm -hmm. Which was interesting, but it got a nice casting bar mod, and then it would show you your, your latency in the casting bar. And then once your casting bar reached the latency point, you would just hit your stop cast macro, 
it would stop the current spell and then start casting a new spell immediately, and your old spell would come out. Oh, okay. So, I learned the technique from Warcraft, and then this game doesn't necessarily need it because it has a Q system, but you can still move and cancel your spell casting, and then it will still come out. But then sometimes it'll delay the start of your next spell because it sees you move. So you don't want to do it too much. But, yeah, there's so much AoE in the game. It, it is not, I don't think it's fair to anybody. I don't, it's not fair to melee DPS. It's, it's not fair to cast. I, think, I guess it's fair to bards and machinists since they don't have to cast to attack anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's terrible to black me because you can't do damage if you're moved. They gave you triple cast, which allows you to cast three spells instantly, which helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. So along with that and swift cast, you get a burst of being able to do it. Mm. But otherwise, it's... All right, I have to line up my procs and not use my procs in case I have to move. And the play pattern is not very good. Mm. Red Mage gets a free spell every other, uh, an instant spell every other spell. So they can move. So I'm going to play Red Mage. <laughs> Until the game stops throwing AoE as every gimmick, I'm just going to play Red Mage. Mm. And whenever they catch up to it, they catch up to it. Mm. But I will get my Black Mage to 70 because I want to have it at 70 and I want to play and with it. And when they finally fix it, you already have it at 70. Yep. So, hmm, that makes sense. All right. So, Theo, you're not playing anything at 70 yet. No, I am not. My highest class. <laughs> I'm actually playing a warrior right now, which is a tank. And I'm at 51, I want to say. And you're going to be stuck at 51 for a few levels? For, for, for a few for quests? All of, for all of everything before Heaven's Sword. Um... I, when I initially started playing the game, was on PS3 a few years ago, and I started out with the Pugilist. And I was like, ah, you know, DPS might be my, my cup of tea in this game. And for some reason, I just found it mechanically boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get the appeal of it, but I, I wanted more, uh, I guess, more responsibility. Right. And I was like, um, I'm playing on the console, so healing is out of the question. So I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna I can't, go. I can't imagine how you would do that on a console. I, you, I cannot imagine. You don't. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't do. like the, the down on D-pad target your party members? Yes, and uh, left and you you can set it up in the um, the options like to you could fine tune it to the way that it, it's totally you know accessible. But I I think healing would still be really fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, you know what? I want something that's like the DPS, but with more responsibility. And I was like, that's a tank, pretty much. So, gravitated toward the Marauder, which then went to the Warrior, and it was it from there. All right. And I've been enjoying that class a lot, actually. I know it isn't great as of this patch. Not what it used to be. Yeah. And I, which is, I guess, good and bad for me, because I don't quite know what it was before. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was beastly before. Yeah, fell cleave. But um, you still have felt leave. Yeah, you can do it six times. Yeah, <laughs> seven if you're good. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, just leveling that up, enjoying my time, learning the mechanics. I I, I feel that weight whenever I go into a dungeon. I'm like, yeah, I gotta I gotta keep all this hate because like I don't want anybody to die. Good tanks let people die. <laughs> they have to learn from their mistakes. I try to I try to save everybody. Okay, I guess that's commendable. Yeah, I get a lot of commendations, so that's good. <laughs> I don't. 
even when I heal well, I don't get kind of. I don't get enough. Really? I don't get enough credit. Because he's the world's greatest hero, so then healer, so he, he you, should have that? all of the you commendations. Know? I should get four to five comms every uh, every trial. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Are sure. you the last person to leave? No. Mm. <laughs> well, that's why you don't get four or five. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am always the last person to leave. I'm, I always sit back on my, I'm waiting. Give me my commendations. Okay, good. You, you have nobody else to choose? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think my subclass will be probably Red Mage, because I wanna I want a melee class, but not quite like it's a castle class. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> don't, don't even like, it has some melee attacks, but it, it's a caster class. Yeah. Don't even pretend it's not. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. Very caster. Okay. But yeah, I do want a DPS class. Play, but play machinist. Me. Go play machinist. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't think so. They're so bad right now. I, I know it doesn't look appealing. Okay. They, they have a gun. I know. He's the, like the best machinist they ever ran into was a uh, some dude. He had his gun is was golden, mm-hmm. and he had like a red, white, and blue flare about him. And his name was American Justice. <laughs> <laughs> I zoned in with this. I zoned in to this guy. So his name was American Justice. Well, actually, I didn't zone in. It was like it was like a party finder group. Uh-huh. His name was American Justice. I'm like, this guy's name is American Justice. Yes, so I get it. We get into the dungeon, and we look at him like, of course, American <laughs> Justice is machinist. He has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> His gun is golden. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Some good names in this game. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, Tony Denza. Tony. <laughs> De- we have partied with Tony Denza randomly twice. <laughs> Best best name I ever came across in this game was Viewing Cutscene. Oh no. <laughs> His name is so good. When you zone into a, a dungeon, you will usually be viewing a cutscene and the people who skip the cutscenes will see everybody who's viewing cutscenes and it, their name will be Viewing Cutscene. <laughs> but to be fair, they have the little icon next to it. The move the the reel? No, it's in italics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not everybody's going to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> when he told me that, that is, I was, this is the most brilliant name I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's good. Anthony, are you, uh, you're, you're hitting up your ninja, right? So you played through that entire storyline as ninja, so you can continue playing as ninja in Stormblood, right? Um, wrong. <laughs> so, um, the whole reason you're playing this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I must have said that many times on a different, um, I would different podcast. I'm not even gonna say that again. But I started off as a pugilist. That was a secondary class for ninja, and then switched to rogue. I got ninja, and I was like, eh, didn't care for it. And then after a while, I started reading, watching videos for it. I'm like, okay, I started getting it really down packed, down mm-hmm. packed to the point where me, Joe, and I had two other people with me. We was playing a regular dungeon, and Joe said to me, "So I have good and bad news for you." I'm like, um, "What's the bad news?" You're our only DPS. What's the good news? You're our only DPS. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the dungeon. And he, said, <laughs> he said, yo, you put out a... You grasped this job really quick. <laughs> the DPS I was putting out. He was he was like, how did you do it? I'm like, I'm just doing the rotation that I now, found now, pretty much. Now, I'm not saying I was running a parser because that stuff's not Yeah, allowed. you can't do that. So, You're not yeah. supposed to do that. So I, I was just, you know... Anecdotally, he realized that yeah, Anthony yes. was doing a lot of damage. Yeah. So 
I felt good about myself. Like, okay, I'm actually improving in this game. I'm not just playing it just to play it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the anecdotal numbers on my second monitor were telling me that. <laughs> 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 the hypothetical number. <laughs> so, um, Stormbreak came out. The whole, whole point of me playing this game was for the samurai coming out. Mm-hmm. So, um, samurai came out. I grinded my way from 50 to 60 in Palace of the Dead, which was boring as shit. It's not that boring. It if, was, you, if, if, you do, if you do it for hours on end, yeah, it's boring. I was trying to. <laughs> Got the samurai and love it. It is, and I didn't, I didn't do this on purpose, but it's currently the highest DPS class in the game. And that's all they are. Yeah, which is it's fine. Just, which is fine. That's what else can? I, what is a samurai supposed to do? All those extra stuff, leave it with the ninja. <laughs> um, it was a very good class right now. Ninja has actually gotten better than what it was before. Um, more damage, more utility. Mm. Um. I'm actually thinking about probably leveling it up to because that was my previous max class of sixty, so I might level it up to seventy. Yeah, when you get like when you finish most. Yeah, of the when I finish yeah. when I finish getting everything maxed out with samurai, mm-hmm. I am looking for a secondary secondary job, but I don't. I've been dabbling. You've been dabbling a lot, a lot more than I have, that's for sure. Because I like that. Like at the end of the day, the job can be the worst job in the game. Mm-hmm. As long as I enjoy seeing what's going on the screen and enjoy playing it, I'm going to play it. Yeah. That's why people are playing uh, Dragoon right now. Yeah. It's like, even though it's not very good, people like I, it. I really want to play... I always say I want to play Dragoon because it's your Dragon Slayer. It's thematically, it's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. yeah. The, the, t- to be honest with you, if you see somebody do the rotations on the screen, it looks amazing. The yeah. moves look really cool. They're flashy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I don't know. Um, I thought about picking up a tank. I want a warrior before they change a lot of stuff with the warrior mm-hmm. paladin is just busted brain dead busted. it's the best tank in the game but it's just so boring i i don't know um but yeah that's about it i, lo- I love samurai i love everything they did with it mm-hmm. whoever 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 was job was to put this class or job in the game they did an amazing job the moves are flashy does a lot of fucking damage oh my gosh <laughs> will you love it when they nerf it um, I, I don't, don't think, think they're, they're gonna going nerf to. It. No? I think they'll just um, buff get, everybody uh, else. Okay. Yeah, they, samurai can stay where they are. Yeah, you know, they are the kings of all the damage. You know why? They yeah, all, they don't do anything. Else. They do the damage, but they don't assist with anything else. It, it was like where Monk was in the last. Yeah, the thing is, passes. samurai is doing what Monk did back then better. Better than what, than Monk what did yeah. back then. <laughs> the thing what I don't like about Monk, Monk was for you to do your max damage output, you have to use certain attacks on the rear and the flank. Samurai doesn't have that. You just attack. Yeah. Keep attacking. Don't stop attacking. You don't have a proper... You, you cannot have a proper rotation with your samurai. And if you just know the moves and what combinations, you'll be fine. Yeah, so it's... it's Like, you, it's, it, it kind of can become boring. Yeah. Especially playing by yourself. Yeah. But, like, playing with, you know, everybody is fun. Hmm. I don't have to worry about dying because I got Joe and I got <laughs> Dre. That's right. Well, every time you die, it's your fault. <laughs> We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> Every time you die, it's your fault. Or maybe your healer just pressed the wrong move. Nope, mm-hmm. your fault. But um, I mean, I'm, not saying, be- I'm, I'm, you, I'm not saying I'm perfect. If you're the best, you said you're the best in the world. Even the best is not perfect. Okay. LeBron misses dunks. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all right. And Joe, being the best healer in the world, leveled up a dragoon. <laughs> I did actually. Well, I decided, you know, when I started playing this game. I immediately said, I'm going to heal. Because that's what I do. That's what I've done for years. Um, I didn't actually start off World of Warcraft as a healer. Nobody did. I started World of Warcraft off as a, you know, ranged caster class. Like, 
akin to what you would do normally. Because that's, that's what I was all about. I was all about the mage classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it wasn't until the second WoW expansion where I started... Um, the first WoW expansion, I should say, where I started healing full-time. Because vanilla WoW healers, they were, I did, did not find them at all fun. Mm. You know, they were very resource-dependent and regeneration was limited. They weren't very self-sufficient. There's too many people to worry about, so I just didn't. Uh, it just didn't click with me until uh, Resto Restoration Shaman was reworked in uh, Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I was playing a healer. So I jumped into Final Fantasy XIV, saying, "I'm going to do what I've learned to do well," and I picked Conjurer, which is the leads to the healing classes. Okay, all right, with the intention of going White Mage because White Mage is. A healer. A healer. <laughs> it is the healer. It is the, it is the, it is the traditional Final Fantasy healing job. I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is what white mages do. So, I was really enjoying it um, the whole way through, and I never really stopped. And then I discovered another healing class that they introduced in Heaven's Ward, mm-hmm. and I started looking into that, and they said, oh, these things have... This class has like buffs they can throw out. They have they can switch between shields. They can they can go back. They can go to hots or they can do shields. So I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds like a lot what I wanted Resto Shaman to be back in World of Warcraft. So I plod my way through the storyline to try to unlock Astrologian or what I thought at the time was Astrologian. <laughs> By the way, Bravely Second does pronounce it Astrologian. Okay. I was very angry. Ah, uh, well, that's... It's Final Fantasy. They need their made-up words. <laughs> so that's the, uh, that's the job I settled on. And as soon as I made the switch, I felt at home. Mm. Even though most of the cards suck. <laughs> yep. Balance. I really enjoy throwing active buffs on people during encounters. Mm. Mainly you know? Anthony. <laughs> Mainly Anthony, because I know I can tell him, don't die, here's this. <laughs> and that's what I wanted that's what I wanted Shaman to be they have to- all these totems down they you know buffs that last for a short amount of time and have like short cooldowns or whatever that's the kind of stuff I like I like I enjoy making people better at what they do mm. so I, I think s- that you would like Bard a lot then yeah that's my that's my next project is Bard <laughs> but you know it's a healer class and you know that's what I do. I, yes. heal, I heal. I heal well. Um, and I really enjoy the Astrologian kit. The spells they have to offer are very potent, useful, powerful. And that's what I'm sticking with. Hmm. <laughs> Until they introduce something better. I'll break or, it. Or they kill this shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they are pretty damn good right now. Yeah. They are very, very good. Uh, but during Heaven's Ward, I said, you know, um, I need a DPS job. Because I, you know, wanted to do something different every now and then. And mm. I kind of hit a wall with uh, with uh, where I was at the content at the time. So like, I'm like, all right. I had like, kind of an identity crisis because I normally don't do... I normally don't do uh, non-caster classes and I didn't really care for... Arcanist, Summoner, Black Mage. So I'm like, what do I do? My only other options are Bard, which is I already have a support. 
mm-hmm. they're going to have a support character, or a melee class. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really comfortable with that. But eventually I settled on Dragoon. Because, because I, Joe they, has to do the hardest things at all times. Because <laughs> they had the stigma that they would always die, and they had these animation locks that would just, like, keep them in AoEs for longer than they need to be. So I'm like, I'm going to see why this class is always face down on the floor. And I want to see if I can do this without being that thing. And it took a while. He ended up face down on the floor a lot. A lot. And I'm like, I'm starting to understand what's going on. (laughs) So I ended up really liking it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But their rotation is very, very strict. Mm. It's very unforgiving. And unforgiving. If you mess up, you lose. Mm. Start <laughs> you, from scratch. Yeah. You lose access to some attacks. Your damage goes way down. And that really frustrated me on a lot of boss fights. So I didn't really stick with it for very long. I did manage to take it to 60. Got a few raid clears with with that class. Because I, you know, I geared it up. I got it. Uh, actually got it uh, I actually got an animal weapon for it. A few raid clears. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Well, the animal weapon was the big thing. I kind of set that up in advance. Mm-hmm. I prepared for it. I had it within a week of starting it. That was back. That was when they uh, changed everything so it was easier to come by. So I was committed to it. Um, but I really wanted some things about it to change. And the things that I wanted to change got worse in this expansion. So I'm going to drop it for now. And... I need something new to pick up that's not a crafting job. Because that's pretty much what I've been doing in Stormblood most of the time. It's just making shit. Mm-hmm. Mostly money. Because it makes you money. You can turn, like, inexpensive materials into thousands and thousands of you. Mm. It's kind of ridiculous. But I'm enjoying this. I want to buy I want to buy a big house. Life goals. Yeah. I want to buy a big house when the, when the housing district opens and I have enough for one so I can do it I just hope I get in there in time <laughs> don't get locked behind the queue when it's uh, oh, God. opening up I'm not gonna get there in my <laughs> oh well alright so that's Final Fantasy 14 we finally got to it <laughs> there's a lot we didn't talk about but there's just so much like I said it's this a, game is it's a MMO. so much stuff. It's been around for what? Uh, what was when was one point released? Twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Yeah, around then. So it's, much. It's been around for a few stuff. years, and there's just a lot of content. You know, so you can't really talk about everything in an MMO. It's just not gonna work. No. But uh, this game, from the first moment I saw two point uh. I was like, this game looks like it's probably really fun, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready for an MMO right yeah, now. I just I, finished playing Warcraft. Yeah, I swore off MMO. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna touch it, and I actively fought against it for. I remember trying to get you guys a into it. long time, and it just took a Steam sale of making the game, and expansion twenty bucks, and then Joe was like, "It's twenty bucks. I'm gonna get it." Son of a bitch. I was looking at it for a, the longest time because mm. I, you know, I saw some of the stuff in this video. I saw the theme. I saw that the rating counters were eight people. I saw that it looked really nice and the, and the music was very pleasant and the and the um, 
the art, the art style really clicked with me. I'm like, this looks like a game I would love to play. But I am done with MMOs forever. So you thought. So until, thought. It, yeah. until it was twenty dollars. <laughs> until it was twenty bucks. It, is, it has a Final Fantasy name on it. Mm -hmm. so it's a twenty dollar Final yeah. Fantasy game, and you got a free month out of it. So mm -hmm. if it if it turned out that you didn't like it, shrug. Mm -hmm. It's twenty dollars. I play. I paid twenty dollars for a game I didn't like. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. I paid more for worse. Hmm. The only reason why I played this game. This is the only game that. I can we all can play it together. Yes. Since I don't have a PC currently and Joe doesn't have a PlayStation Four, mm -hmm. and so and it's, it's happened to be fun. Happened to have things that I've learned to like in RPGs. That that sense of camaraderie is something that's really important. I find in an MMO. If you don't have that, things kind of get dull really quickly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like the whole the whole reason I'm having a good time furnishing this house is because somebody else bought it. And <laughs> <laughs> has a vision and has a vision for it. Oh no, I thought it was just because somebody else bought it. <laughs> no, and they, have, they, have, a gold, they have a golden mind that I'm giving my input and I'm like, what if we put this here? Like, how about this? What if I make this? And you know, it's for 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 something that not many people are gonna come into, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully that changes because we want to turn into like the a nightclub. The the <laughs> ultimate goal for this game for me is Having a doing a raid, mm -hmm. the four of us at this table, and our other two friends that are not here. Yeah, Steve and Josh. Rest their souls. Wow. wow. Not like that. <laughs> oh, okay. He's gonna go there too. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, we can all you know queue up, and you know do some content <laughs> and, together and get and get wrecked by our two randos. <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta find some way to get two more people. Hey, I mean, Nina said she was gonna play it. No, so. she ain't. <laughs> She's busy. She's busy. But you know what? You she got stuff know. to do. That's a, that's a black mage, red mage waiting to happen. There's yeah, in a year she goes to the story, maybe. <laughs> hey, by that, when she starts playing it, deal will probably be done by the time, right? Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. I remember when this game first was like showed, and I remember I, when me and Dre got a PS4 around the same time. I said, Dre, you getting this? He's like, Nope. <laughs> like it's Final Fantasy. Nope. Not a not a reason why. Just a straight out no. Like mm. I didn't play Final Fantasy. I'm like okay, I guess I won't be buying mm. it. Then I don't know nothing about it. There was like the over the last year, ever since I started playing, there was like a big marketing push for this game. Yeah, big marketing push to the point where they were marketing at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Oh, where the New Day came out dressed as the dressed as the two new jobs, the two Samurai, new jobs. Red Mage, and probably I think, I think probably Monk. Monk. Probably Monk. Mm -hmm. We assume it was Monk, but like. Like, really? They've got this far with this, where Seamus is pointing at a Final Fantasy XIV. That's my favorite game! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the funny thing? My supervisor that I work for at my job, her husband, this day when Stormblood came out, she came to work on Saturday, because I'm off on Fridays. Mm. He said, yo, my husband called out of work, yes. I can't believe my husband called out of work, yes, to play this stupid game. I'm like, what game? Final Fantasy. I'm like, oh... oh. Come to find out, uh -huh. um, when I was at work recently, when she was younger, she played um, Eleven. Oh, mm -hmm. and she said that it was so bad that like she would stop cooking, stop Oof. doing everything, not because she was stuck on this game. She said, "Okay, I have to stop playing this game." Yeah. So she said she will not be getting this. <laughs> yeah. You gotta yeah. learn to pace yourself with that. Yeah. It was she. She said like, "Yo," and she's she's a military person. But she said that it just like pulled her in. I was like. Hole. It does. <laughs> it does get you, but you gotta keep yeah. it in the back of your mind. Like, yeah. You gotta say, 
you know, if you need to do something, you say, I gotta stop doing yeah. this, and... Yeah. But, but I think this game is... The content is so accessible that you can just walk away and do your thing and come back and not miss anything. Yeah, as Theo has uh, deftly shown us. Yep, <laughs> it, just, it, it just doesn't go anywhere, and it's easy to get into. Mm-hmm. The game does it very well. Yeah. It's fun. I think yeah. the the definitely the variety of classes slash jobs. There's something for everybody. Yeah, even though. I don't know if I agree with the whole role stuff going on now, like very precise role stuff. I don't know if I 100% agree with it. Well, it's hard to break, do you mean like tank healer DPS? Yeah, it's just, I mean, no, not even like, for example, an expansion um, in Heaven's Word, your warrior was like tank slash, it did, it did enough damage that you can say it's, it's a DPS class. You can put in, put in that kind of category. Mm. While not, it took away a lot of things from it where like, okay, you're just a, you're going to be a straight tank. You're This is what you're going to do. Don't do anything else but beat okay. this. Yeah. I don't 100% agree with it, but I understand. Oh, you, the oh. thing is that the, the, you can, the, the reason is because you can be anything. Mm-hmm. So they kind of give certain roles, certain jobs yeah. because they want you incentivize. They're, they're they necessary to, to do content. Like, no. yeah. I mean, I understand, but I, I like the fact, like for example, Blood for Blood was a, it's a Lancer um, ability, mm-hmm. and before you can certain slide it to, slide it to different things. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, no, this is just for you. Yeah, like, okay, I understand why. Do I agree with it? Hundred percent, no, but like, as I go, the go to was a. It was a ninja thing before. Mm-hmm. Now it's everybody. It's everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, all DPS. DPS yeah. DPS. So I understand why they did it, but I don't really agree with it. Yeah, it took no, me. the role t- skills is what you're saying. Yeah. Role? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, there's always going to be those three roles. There's no, gonna, yeah, definitely. There's going to be there's going to be the, there's going to be the role that makes the the life meters go down. Yes. The role so that make the life meters go up, up, and the role that tries to make sure the life meter doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah. cool. It's hard to break out of that that uh, trinity there, but I see, you know, they could have been a little more flexible with the role, yeah, with yeah, the cross role skills in this one. Yeah. I mean, well, you know what? This is what the third expansion, mm. second expansion. Sorry, the second expansion. Well, well actually, maybe the, you're is, right. Yeah, it could technically be viewed as the third expansion. I guess it is 4.0. Yeah. So, you know, who knows how long it's going to be running for? Who knows? But you know what? The fact that they were able. To revive this game is a goddamn miracle. Yeah, like that is probably we didn't. I don't think we talked enough about that. The mm-hmm. fact that 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 humongous success story, where they just basically resurrected this game from the ash of its ashes of its former self. Literally, it's a yeah. phoenix. <laughs> it's absolutely mind-boggling that they were able to to do that. And not only that, not go free to play. Yeah, well, they just they completely reinvented their game. I mean, mm-hmm. it's. It's 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 hard to even call this Final Fantasy fourteen because at its heart it's not what Final Fantasy fourteen originally was. Mm. It's like Final Fantasy fourteen two. <laughs> Point oh. <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. We do got dress fears, kinda. <laughs> Com- compare and contrast what Square did to uh resurrect this game with EA's handling of SimCity. Right. Which had a lot of the same uh, problems of developers like, hey, this this isn't this isn't gonna fly. It's not working out the way we need it to, and companies saying we're gonna push it out anyway. And how they handled it compared to how Square handled this. And one of these games is well, I can't even say one. Both of these games are storied franchises. SimCity is not just some 
random franchise that yeah it is it is the quintessential city building game and it has basically been destroyed because of the way that the crisis management on that game failed whereas Final Fantasy 14 succeeds because the crisis management on this game was superb bold very bold yeah bold decisions mm-hmm. if they they eventually reached the point of SimCity where they were like, we're going to take off all the online requirements and allow you to play this game the way you want to. But by the time they did that, it was already too late and they never got that second chance. Maybe they should have branded as a city rebuilt. A city rebuilt. <laughs> SimCity 2.0, a city rebuilt. <laughs> but you, I mean, like, you see this come out every so often where a game shows up and it gets trashed because it launched poorly and then it fades away. Yep. Uh, and really, the only other game that I could compare to Final Fantasy XIV and getting a success out of a trashing initial trashing is Diablo Three. Yep. Diablo Three is a decent comparison to that. And even then, Diablo Three wasn't completely trashed at the beginning. Right. The thing, but the the other parallel you can draw between this and Diablo Three is that. Even though the, the, their respective expansions or revamps um, did a lot to elevate the game from the, the pit they were in, they are still kind of pit, like, like held back by their initial mm-hmm. design. Yep. You, know, you, can, you can still see some of the stuff that is like from, from, from like their original versions that, it, that there's... You just can't filter out of the game because they're just part of the core game. Like the like the the abilities in Diablo three, the like the overall engine inside of it for Final Fantasy fourteen. You still have those classes where you know just straight jobs would be a lot more simple, which but is they what can't. they're trying to do now with each new one. So like you can't really write that out. Like some some mistakes are just hard coded in there. Right. So hopefully, what they can do with this is that. They take this, and if they ever decide to do another one, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll do another online game at some point. You know, uh, they can take what they learned from this experience and apply it to their next one, and just have all those mistakes that are present here now just go away. And after after this, after after this amazing success story and this this game that I'm just having a lot of fun with. Previously, when I took a look at Final Fantasy XI and Final Fantasy XIV, I'm like, why are they going online? Like, I don't, want, I don't want to play an online Final Fantasy. I don't want to play an MMO. I don't want to do that. I don't want to play Final Fantasy. It's a single-player experience. I can just sit down and play my play my RPG with. And now, now if they want to do another MMO, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a look at it. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to just dismiss it outright like I did with the last two. I agree. Although it'll take me a little bit to tra- like, you know, switch games. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't. Especially, especially if, if I get tired of another MMO. If I get tired of another, another MMO, a new one is going to be a bit of a hard sell. But I won't outright dismiss it. <laughs> you can wait on it a little bit. Maybe, yeah. maybe the Steam sale will come up, and that's when you'll <laughs> decide to get it. All right, so let's wrap it up because it's a pretty long one. But uh, there's, like we said before, this is an MMO with two. Technically three expansions on it, so there's a lot of content to cover. But uh, guys, thank you for showing up and discussing this uh, spoiler episode. Man, Anthony, this is the first spoiler cast that you've been on. 
I'm trying. <laughs> you know, I mean, remember, remember last year, like job wise, I couldn't really right be here. We we lost you for a bit. Yeah. So um, hopefully that doesn't happen again. And because I'm more open to games, you know, mm. playing a lot more different things nowadays. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope you guys watch Castlevania so we can talk about that too. Yeah, I'm halfway through it. It's only four episodes. I know. <laughs> oh, it's only four episodes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Like, I, I watched the first two because I wanted to get a workout in. Mm-hmm. And I put them on. And I got an hour-long workout. Went in the pool to cool off. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't watch the other two yet. God, that felt good, though. Mm-hmm. The pool? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, guys should, you, should, you guys should come over and go in the pool. I'm not going to do that. No. Shoot, I do, I do like today. might have to. Now you feel like a new person when you go in the pool. You're like a person reborn. Mm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> don't let don't let don't let the heat from the evil Bahamut destroy you. Come swim in the water. That's not even good. I know. <laughs> I got nothing. Just all right. <laughs> Forty-two oh five. Final Fantasy retrospective. Cast off. <laughs>